Thursday, August 17th, 2023. Welcome to Big Screens and TV Streams Live from the Grand Forks Best Source Studios. I'm Dale, along with uh, producer Paul's Rocking Production. He'll be here momentarily. Victor's in the house. How's it going, guys? Always excited to be here. Man, we have got a really packed show, and we are excited to talk about the movies that we saw this week. Oh, I'm so excited, you guys. I'm we're, ready to dive in. We're in the tail end of the summer movie season, oh, but yeah. the summer movie season is still here. All the big hits are planned. Oh, I'm looking yeah. forward to talking about a couple of them today. But we also got to make sure to give a special introduction to a very special guest we have on yeah. today. You're going to get the drum roll intro. Oh, <laughs> the, drum the, roll. We got from, we go. from a fellow GFBS show, Brew Brothers. Please welcome Shannon Shell. Yo, yeah. what's up? What's up, everybody? Hey, <laughs> love that shirt, Victor. 1,000 confirmed kills. Thank you, man. Love Thank you. Oh, yeah. oh, I love the hat, man. And Luke Cage, oh, rocking Luke Cage. Yeah. You know, I'm a Luke, I'm a Luke Cage guy. Oh yeah, awesome show. I'm a Luke Cage guy. Yeah. Fun fact, everyone: Luke Cage, not only his only name, he is also known as Power Man, yes. and because he's such a badass. Yes, he is. He is so impenetrable. Nothing can like phase that guy. He's I wish so I, I want them to bring him back. Same. Yeah, well, awesome. you know, they're starting to weave in some of those Marvel Netflix characters again now that they got control again of the Marvel or the Netflix MCU branch. You know, we, yes. what we saw Daredevil, yeah. and Kingpin yeah. on some shows yes. and movies. I, I hope they change from Defenders to actually Heroes for Hire because that's what they should be named instead of like Defenders because the Defenders, none of them were in the Defenders. I know. I mean, truly, it would have been cool. It's still a cool name, but just none of them were in the Defenders. Yeah. <laughs> well, we got a ton of uh, great show coming up today. We're going to be reviewing uh, Gran Turismo film, uh, Mutant, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem, the new animated movie. It's going to be a ton of fun. Uh, if you want to join us live with your questions and comments, we want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, you could tune in live every every other Thursday at 3 p.m. for just a couple more weeks here. I think we'll be switching things up here again here soon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you can find us on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. That's how you can interact with us in the live chat. Or call or text in 701-213-0863. You want to hear what you guys have to say. Uh, so all kinds of ways to keep up and find us. And, uh, yeah, or just search Big Screens and TV Streams on your favorite podcast app. Listen to us anytime, anywhere. So Shannon, you're a special guest today. Kind of curious on 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 your your movie and TV background. You're a big big fan of the arts. Well, you know, I am a Jurassic Park connoisseur, of course. Yes, I love everything Jurassic Park except number two. Number two was the most <laughs> horrible. Lost World was the lost lost episode. I didn't oh, like gosh. it. Of course, I'm a you know I'm a Marvel guy. Uh, I'm a DC guy. Uh, I heard Black Adam's not coming back. Yeah, he's not. Sadly, no, sadly, either. The Rock is not coming. Back. And have that great teaser at the end too with Superman. Oh, yeah. Huh. Oh, you know what? I am. I don't know. Did you, did you like Black Adam? I did like Black I Adam. Did like Black. Uh, I, but I knew in the back of my mind when we were all there because I was there with my comic book crew. Right. We were all there, and I knew it was coming. Like immediately as he came out of the shadows, I was like, "Let's go! Yes. It's Henry Cavill. <laughs> They're gonna go at it. Let's go!" But then in the back of my mind, I'm like, "Hold on." This has to be a trick. If, if they if they knew that there, everyone was going to get hyped for him to come out and fight, I was like, immediately, the second that that movie came out, and then they did a Facebook post where Henry Cavill's like, I'm so happy and thankful for all my collaborators <laughs> and such. And I'm like, I knew it. I knew it. He was going to write a Facebook post saying, goodbye, everyone. This oh, is yes. my last time. Yes. I enjoyed you all. Goodbye. I'm like, ah, God, DC always strikes that. Yeah, and they got interesting years ahead with their films and 
various TV shows. It's going to be very interesting to see how the James Gunn DCU, DCEU, whatever it's called this week, pans out. Also, uh, Shannon, uh, I guess we'll make sure to plug it again at the end, but in case people haven't heard of Brew Brothers, uh, we want to fill everyone in how they can tune in, find out Uh, about it. Brew Brothers Podcast, we we record every Friday, but it's out of at least twice a month we do shows. I think it premieres first uh, Thursday nights at 9. Thursday nights at 9, yeah. And, uh, you know, we just talk about beer. Everything beer, beer life. Uh, Beer is culture. You know, we give you insights about how beer is made, how, how to drink it. If you know, I mean, everybody drinks it differently, but you know, don't consume so much of it. True. You know, Very just true. be smart. You know, you don't have to have twenty four beers in one night. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'll, I mean, I'll say this: <laughs> I challenge anyone to do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have a friend. He always invites me over for, uh, hey, come over and drink a couple of Coors Light. I don't really drink Coors Light, but I, you know, I'll do it. He has twenty four pack. Yeah, I'll drink two. He'll drink twenty two. Are you serious? In, in, my, youthful, in my youthful <laughs> days, I may have done that like once a year, but uh, I can't I even remember the last time yeah, I've done I, that. I would be sick out of my yeah. mind if I did. But however, our show is a, a really cool show. Uh, my my other co-host, uh, Alan Kirkaby, or the Bear Kraken, uh, he's awesome. He knows he has a lot of knowledge about you know how everything is made, barrel age, sours, mm. you know, hazy IPAs, IPAs, mm. stouts, you name it. We talk about it. We just talk everything in the beer culture. Mm. And uh, just talking beer, that's about it. Next, Our next episode would be pretty good. I went to Nebraska, Iowa, South Dakota. So I went to tons of breweries, drank tons of beer, met tons of people. People, I met a lot of people. I ended up in Watertown, South Dakota. Wow. So small. They had, And I just happened to go there when they had a Carnival on Kemp. That's what it was called. Carnival on Kemp. It was like this big thing going on in town. And then here comes this big black guy walking in, right? And it's like, they're, like, they're all looking like... What, what's going on here? Who is this guy in our little town? But it was cool. Yeah, it was I always I'll make sure to give a plug to your Instagram, Brew Brothers on Instagram, because yeah. Yeah, that's like a nice preview of your shows because you guys are always great at putting a ton of photos and reels of oh, like yeah. uh, going on at, at beer cons or just at various tap houses, Absolutely. all kinds of good stuff. Yeah, I, I got tons of pictures. I just hadn't posted them, but I will. And I think your next episode premieres tonight at nine. So, Oh, yeah, that episode is called Sexperts. And stuff. Awesome. Self, no, self spurts. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, so I said sex. Well, where am I going here? But yeah, I think you would have got a lot more viewers with I, the first one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, sex, right? yeah, sex. <laughs> sex and beer. That's, that's what it, it sells. <laughs> we'll make sure to give it a plug here again at the end. And that's Paul sitting down and joining us. How's Paul this week? Yo. <laughs> Yo. Can you? Busy. Uh, yes. Same here. Thursdays are always crazy busy, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a lot of fun stuff to go on. We'll just, uh, dive right in here. Uh, two news items to bring up here. So uh, J- John Wick, I think we're all John Wick fans, right? I think we've brought him in the past, right? Oh, yep. yeah. I, I love him. Yeah. John Wick. Uh, especially after the last movie earlier this year, I'll never think of a flight of stairs the same way again. Yes, <laughs> but fair uh, enough. Um, they had the, the release, they announced the premiere date and the, for, and the uh, a trailer for the new spinoff show, The Continental. Have you, are you guys familiar with this? Yeah. yeah. They actually yeah. released that not too long ago, which is yeah. kind of crazy because you know, right after the movie was like, done and over with they were just like immediately let's go to the next chapters yeah so this is going to be a three-part miniseries so it's just going to be three episodes and it's it's going to be it's going to explore the origin behind the iconic hotel for assassins the continental in the john wick universe so this takes place before the first film it has a young winston scott as he's kind of dragged into the hellscape of 1970s New York City. And it's going to be starring uh, Colin Woodwell from The Purge as Winston Scott. Uh, So, And then uh, the Continental Hotel owner will be played by Ian McShane. 
And then Mel Gibson, he's also going to be starring as a character named Cormac as Underworld Kingpin and the hotel's current manager. And it's going to be premiering uh, September 22nd, so just over a month away, and then uh, part two, September 29th, and part three, October 6th. So that's going to be on Peacock. So, gosh, Peacock's just killing uh, it. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't have high hopes for this. I don't no? know why. No. I don't I, know. I'm not sure. I, I never could tell. I think Mel Gibson's going to be in there for like maybe the first or second episode, and then he's going to be out, and it's just going to be one of those ones that just plays off of a franchise, and after three episodes, it just goes to shit. Oh, it's, it's shoot. A, it's okay. And, and Mel Gibson doesn't really need it anyway. He's working on Passion of the Christ, too, so he he's already has his hands full already. Yeah, he's already, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, we'll see how it turns out, you know. that I, I always keep being surprised at how they keep pushing them up with each new John Wick movie and thinking, how can they keep living up, increasing the level of just bonkers, crazy, over-the-top action? But they, they managed to do it. The they four did. just blew me out. I, I, there's no way I thought four could carry that, that flag, but it did. Well, the sword fights mm-hmm. were just amazing. They were, right? I was like, oh, my god, <laughs> I love that movie. I, I love the whole series. Yeah. yeah. Uh, other news item I got is uh, it's kind of it's kind of rushed through, through this. Greta Gerwig now ranks as the highest grossing female director of all time yes. for domestic box office. Love her. Uh, getting past Frozen two, uh, breaking that record with Barbie. Uh, its latest domestic tally. I got this from a few days ago, so it's now more. It's four hundred seventy eight point one million uh, past Frozen 2's, uh domestic box office record for four hundred seventy seven point four million for best uh, female director directed film. Uh, then the next, yeah, the next goal will be so that makes it the twentieth title in movie history to clear half a billion dollars domestically. So after she, just what the hell's wrong with people? That was after she seventeen just, days. She, de- she deserves that title. She really does. <laughs> she Is that for yeah, Barbie? She does. She l- let me tell you something. Out of many female directors, besides Ka- like Catherine Bigelow. Is yeah. the one that ranks high, and you're talking about the woman not only responsible for movies like Hurt Locker, especially like uh, what was it, Day, uh, Little Day- Woman? Did she do right? No, she oh. didn't do Little. She uh, Greta, Greta Gerwig, Gerwig did. Yeah. Okay, Gerwig, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're talking about like yeah. literally. And this woman was married to James Cameron, so not only that, but he wow. was lucky enough to like be around her. She like he even produced half of her movies, which went over a billion dollars, just as much as James Cameron's movies does. So I, I'm telling you. If the, if Greta Gerwig literally not only is she a director, ladies and gentlemen, she is actually the most funniest and most insightful actress I've seen very much in many movies, and she's really rocking it. So not only that, but you should never heard Steve, of him. Literally, <laughs> Steven Spielberg. Well, it's a her. It's a her. Never heard of him. <laughs> but no, thanks Steven Spielberg. Literally, because when she did the remake of Little Women. Her, his advice literally gave her the like the green go for everything that she did. In fact, she he even said like how do she's like how do I do this? Like and he's like, well, if you're gonna do a movie back then, then you need to do it on film. Don't shoot it on digital. Shoot it on film. Mm. And immediately when he she's like, yep, that's what I did. And I literally told. And when she when he told her that, it was like off to the races. And she, that movie earned. A bunch of money, literally. If people missed our last episode from two weeks ago, make sure I know uh, Victor, you and our uh, our special guest that episode, David Passmore. You guys just went to town, just oh, yeah. going into the weeds in that film. It was I just love that. Movie, seeing your yeah. guys' passion breaking down that film. Yeah, really screw good it. Stuff. You, you screw what other Shannon? people said. I did. Yep. It's a very good movie. Like screw what other people said about I guess that movie. I'm gonna that have to watch funny. this movie. Yeah, I, yeah, it's so funny. I want to say too. I, it sounds very polarizing. It's either you love it or you hate it. And yeah, I, I'm because it's funny. Yeah, I think this is one of those ones. Just I got to see to see where it falls in my range. Rankings are end of the year rankings show. It's a hit, man. It's a hit for a reason. Like, it's, you know, it's a hit for a reason. The Passenger, you guys are talking about? 
Well, Barbie. Barbie. Oh, Barbie. I thought you were talking about now. Yeah, Barbie's a hit, man. Barbie's like, Barbie's the shit. Yeah. And oh, the, 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 Barbie's the, the shit, the, man. The, trust me. The casting is, yes. oh my God. Like, it's like bang you, on. You, couldn't make, you can't make shit like this. It's so. bang on, man. I, I, I was kind of shocked. I was like, damn, this is kind of good, actually. Give me your I man was, card. I was, exci- I was <laughs> excited. I want your man card right now. And there was a lot of, <laughs> lot of good ladies dressed in pink there when I was there, and I was very I mean, excited about sh- that, too. <laughs> I mean, if anyone, and I'm sorry, I, Amy Schumer, uh, you know, I, I'm sorry, but you can't, they said they were going to cast her as Barbie, and I'm like, no, screw all this this positivity crap, like, oh, I mean, we're all trying to be fair. No. Margot Robbie, yes. Ryan Gosling, okay. everyone did such an incredible job on that movie. It was funny, insightful. Yeah. It would be like making really, really, Danny DeVito, if they, if they did It was that, witty. It was, it was, oh a, it was a very well-made movie. This is a Batman yeah. for return. No, it was a well-made movie. I, yeah, I, I left there going. I would watch that again. It was awesome. I would see it again. I've seen, I've seen, so I've seen awesome. passionate opinions all across the board for this film. It so it's just one of those ones where it's it just like you know, I just need to go see for myself. Just to you know, give it a fair, open it shot to it. Even I, I so, and just to see how oh, I gotta, so I gotta see it to see where it falls in my rankings are end of the year ranking show. Oh, so so. <laughs> not only that, but she wrote it with her boyfriend mm-hmm. and my favorite filmmaker as well, Noah Baumbach. Who yeah, is just oh my god, so incredibly yeah. the both of them writing that script. I want to be a fly on the wall when they both wrote that. Yeah. I wonder that if they were so laying cool. in bed writing that. Hey, honey, Probably, look at this. Right, exactly. That, Have you seen Greta Gerwig? She's she's hot and she's funny I, too. I, I, she's so funny. Yeah. Like she's so nothing like, funny. A, like a pretty girl with a sense of humor. Seriously, that's <laughs> oh. that. If you have that, you have a recipe for mwah, yes. chef's kiss. Yes. Like literally, yeah, I was gonna say sounds like a seal of approval there. But again, r- make sure to check out our last episode from two weeks ago. And and uh, Victor and and David, uh, you, you two just oh, broke it so down. Oh, that into, was so much fun. Yeah. fun. That was so much fun. But uh, <laughs> we need to move things along. Uh, I guess speaking of other fun things, we got to give a shout out to our friends at O for Heaven's Cakes. Oh, okay, yeah. I literally. Really can't see that from here. Oh, okay. Uh, that's the one, Paul. There you go. Right there. Yep. Right there. Oh, right there. Hey. Look at that. Hey, that was a good guess. Ooh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Give the applause for O for Heaven's Cakes. They now are you, located. Now you, there you go. They are located in the Grand City Mall, <laughs> and there's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. And that's where O for Heaven's Cakes comes in. They have the best cupcakes for special occasions or just a treat. They make awesome specialty items by order. Or just walk in to find out all so much more about the wide variety of items they have available. Mm. Uh, business owner want to ch- treat your employees right? Make sure to ask about their monthly employees specials uh they're located on the north backside of the grand cities mall open tuesday through friday from 10 to 4 and on saturdays from 9 to noon call them up 701-757-2253 or email o for heaven's cakes at yahoo.com be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins that's o for heaven's cakes in the grand cities mall if you're looking for a cake job well they're hiring too make sure to stop into o for heaven's cakes and ask about their employment opportunities mm. victor you have any big hits from over there lately still digging their muffins I love the muffins, but still, nothing compares to the the cookie, especially because the cookie was just awesome. What cookie? What, what, what flavor was it? This was a normal sugar cookie, but this is not any normal sugar cookie, man. When you taste this sugar cookie, your taste buds will be on a literal um, Amazon of a journey. This is not like any store-bought crappy cookie that Walmart or even Hugo's produces. Sorry, no offense, but like literally, <laughs> this is a cookie. This is a cookie when you bite into it. It's not so soft where it's like mushy. It's the right kind of texture. It's like literally, and it's the the, the taste of it. It's like a perfect seasonal crunch, but not so crunchy where it's like really hard on your teeth. It's just like a perfect soft mixture of 
taste and crunch mm. and just explosion of fireworks sounds like in a, your mouth. Sounds like an orgasm oh, in your it mouth. Is. <laughs> oh it is. It is. I can't me. I don't know what dough they use. And I know they're probably like, well, we'll kill you if we tell you. But it's it's just that good of a cookie where it's like it, it's it's like I don't know if they use like non-sugar cookie, whatever dough they use, it's just so right. I, th- I think I need to take a little clip of that, make that into a reel for overhead. Yeah, like, like, totally. I, I was like, just that good. I'm like, uh, what do I started you use? Ting- I started tingling yeah. all over. When <laughs> you I want to know what recipe they oh. use. Okay, so yeah. I still can't see that. So how do oh, I go oh, back to the oh, main yeah. one? Uh, the top one, Paul. Top one. There. Yep. Perfect. Okay. Good deal. All right. Well, we need to move things along here. I guess, speaking of other things, I know that sends Victor into a super positivity frenzy. Uh, I'm guessing... This next movie is going to do the trick here. Yeah, let's Teenage go. Teenage Mutant Ninja yeah. Turtles, Mutant yes. Mayhem. Hey, Shan. Yeah. Right behind you. See those glasses for my old ass? Yeah, you need them? Yeah, yeah, if I could use, if I could, if you could grab those, that'd be fantastic. <laughs> we got this. Big teamwork. Big teamwork. Yeah, here we teamwork go. Teamwork makes the yeah. teamwork. Yeah. <laughs> so Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Mutant Mayhem. Uh, people, longtime viewers of the show know that Victor is what what probably at least half the episodes you've been on here, you wear a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles hat. Yes. And your weekly action figure showcase segment, I want to say roughly a third of those have been focused around the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh, yeah. Oh, and, or, yeah. and then there was a fairground episode where it was, what, close to triple-digit Ninja Turtles figures yes. and a big fort like uh, or playset. Like I said, that was literally... I've had that uh, Ninja Turtle playset. That was from the 2003 uh, Edgier cartoon series. That was their lair at the time. Their original lair, of course, I wish they would have made that set but that probably would have been harder just because there's really not very much to their lair and it's actually pretty destroyed so because when they had first had it the mouse just destroyed it so it was pretty much they, I don't think they could have made a, a, a playset out of that because they destroyed it <laughs> but it was so cool and I, I gotta tell you guys they are really really amping on Ninja Turtle season, guys, because not only was I celebrated the 25th anniversary with you guys many years ago, like many, many years ago uh, on certain episodes, but this is the 35th anniversary of the TMNT. Wow. And oh my God, you guys, I was excited. I knew when they released the movie, and not only that, there was there's so much Ninja Turtle stuff to like to talk about today. Well, I can't tell you, but we'll talk about the movie first. Yeah, I was gonna say, let's set the table for this movie. This is a CG animated movie. Yes. So, and this is like a this is kind of like a whole new universe, not based off a, a certain specific past cartoon yep. or yeah. comic book, yeah. and it's directed by Jeff Rowe, who's made uh, and Kylie Kyler Spears. They this is uh, Kyler's movie directing debut. Jeff Rowe's worked on Mitchell versus the Machines, mm-hmm. uh, IMDb. Synopsis for this is the film follows the Turtle Brothers as they work to earn the love of New York City while facing down an army of mutants. And I think you know the main thing we got to get away right off the top here. If people haven't seen the previews for this, the animation style for this it's, is it's very like, heavily inspired yeah. from the Spider Verse films. Yeah, the the watercolor yep. pastels. I like that. Yeah, Seeing I like it. it. It's so far. Seeing it in action now that we've seen the movie, Victor, this uh, new art direction, did it work for you? It did. It, and it was really appropriate for especially this kind of film because they were you, – you don't see them in their – I mean you see them in their younger years. But this one was like they're actually – like voiced by real life teenagers and that's never been done in the history of TMNT and I thought that was so cool to see and it was fun and it was just it was just like like watching it with your brothers and just like fooling around and just like what would you do if you you know four brothers were out in the middle of the night just horsing around and doing stuff like you would literally just like make fun of your brothers like even when the first part you see when they're all like 
up in the roof, and they're just like, we have one specific mission. Master Splinter asks us to go get Gogurt. And, of course, they make fun of Leo because he's like, okay, Batman. Like, literally, he's like, I'm just, I'm just trying to get you guys <laughs> yeah. all hyped up. You know? I, oh, I just want to do the voice. <laughs> I, want, I, mean, I want to make sure to follow up on that. I want to make sure you got to give a quick little production thing. I, 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 I neglected to realize that the turtles are green, and for our main background image, they're, the animation is bleeding into our green screen yeah, a little bit. Was, so we got some blotches. I, 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 was, was, trying to, I was trying to delete it. Um, because I didn't want them to look like <laughs> zombies and scare the kids. Yeah. So then but, they're. That but is, I think I turned off our main one in the process of trying to turn off that one. So, oh shoot! Yeah. So now, now we're just in the dark. Dark. Oh. Oh well. <laughs> they're orange. Yep. They're orange. Orange. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, that is not how the film actually looks with those blotches and all there. You get a good idea though for what they're going for. But no, you'll, you'll be able to fix it as soon as you get me on a tangent with uh, <laughs> whatever movie you got coming up next. Yeah. All right. But Victor, you brought up a good point about the way they're horsing around here i guess you know seth rogan he was a big uh driving force for getting this movie made yeah yes. and he's yeah, like he i think he's like a producer i want to say yeah, or, or his, one of the producers his uh studio which was point gray uh uh productions which has made uh not only this but sausage party as well which is yes. a very funny movie if you haven't seen it, it um it these guys did incredible job like oh my gosh i know i can't i know we can't give too much away which sucks because i really wanted to deep dive into this but uh it was it was just so cool that Seth Green, or not Seth Green, excuse me, uh, Seth Rogen, excuse me, um, he did this movie just because he was a fan, too, of the Ninja Turtles growing up, and in fact, he actually said it was because of them he got into martial arts and everything. I mean, once they hit in the 80s, because this was 84 when they came out with the comic book, right. and my gosh, man, when that comic book hit, it sold like hotcakes. Oh, yeah. And me yeah. being a Turtles fan, when I was a kid, and I first read this, this was awesome. I mean, like, there was just... No, no edge. Like no edge was too dark for these guys. Like they literally, when they fought street gangs, right. like it was just in your face. Like they beat the hell out of these guys. There was death and everything. And of course, the oh, I was I was so excited yeah. because like this movie like literally shows everything. Like from even from the original cartoon series, like you know there was Rocksteady and Bebop. There was April. Yeah. There was Superfly. There was like Splinter. There was like everybody. Mondo Gecko. I thought and I. I didn't think they were going to add so many of the original from the original cartoon series, but man, did they ever. Yeah. And it was so cool. And, they, and Superfly was not actually in the original cartoon series. He was just a new character that they added, which I thought worked immediately for this movie. So, I mean, when they made these characters, I mean, they they were horsing around. They were just really having a lot of fun doing this movie. So, I mean... I, like I said, I can go on and on, but the movie speaks for itself. The movie speaks yeah. for itself. I, you make me want to see the movie. Every it, time it, you, when you talk about it, you make me want to see the movie, I'm like, hey, I gotta see this movie. It's fun. What yeah. am I missing you, here? You will have an experience because it was funny. And you know, it's interesting with the fact for this year when they, uh, with Seth Rogen, he was really, when I was looking into the background details for this, he really wanted to push for the main four Ninja Turtles to be voiced by actual teenagers. Yes. Mm. And, that's, and you get that kind of authentic teenage horsing around hijinks. Oh, yeah. uh, performance out of them that's yeah. what I that's what i loved about especially like this movie just was like it was like coursing around with your brothers like. i do like the animation that they put in these new ones because yeah. you know it started with spider-man but it's almost yeah. like you're watching a, a charcoal drawing yeah in, yes. in yeah. action i like that yeah i like that yeah i love the spider-verse stuff oh my god and the like the 
the colors, man. Yeah. They must have just like been so colorblind when they were done with this movie. I was yeah. like, my God, man. Like even when they did Spider-Man, like they did the first Spider-Verse, and then the second one just got even more like pastel colors from left and right and everything. Even when they were doing like parts, you have to remember, guys, like literally with animation. Uh, nowadays, it's different than it was back then because each time they had to f- like do a scene, they had to literally like draw it over and over and over oh, yeah. and I over. I remember seeing again. the documentaries, all those Disney <laughs> yeah. uh, filmmakers, all the individual cells of animation. Oh my God, the pages, yeah. like literally. Okay. Like, we'll, you- we'll be talking about Transformers the movie oh, yeah. on Nikki Ichabod's Weird Cinema. Oh, oh yeah, so talk, talk about animation. some animation. Holy I, cow! I, I literally <laughs> was listening to the whole soundtrack at work today, and I was like, I was so amped yeah. up. You I was got like, the time. You got the power. Oh, the Transformers soundtrack. Oh yeah. my god, that was oh, such yeah. an awesome. I was jam- yeah. I'm looking forward to talking about that. I'm a, I'm a Brooklyn. I'm a Brooklyn kid. Oh yeah. I'm a you New were- Yorker. So that, that that entire movie was based in New York and pretty much all my hip hop history there. Yeah. That, that's yeah. my. That's my. That's like my love. All all the songs in that soundtrack is my love. Yeah. The main character, Anthony, I was, Anthony, I was jamming out Anthony Ramos. Yeah. He's a he's an amazing singer. If you actually, I don't know if yeah. anybody knows that. If, oh, if, yeah, he's an amazing singer. He's a singer. He's an actor, and yeah. he's freaking good looking. Yeah. He's, if you actually, um, fun who was that Hot Rod? Yeah, no. Uh, a fun fact, everyone, for uh, no, anyone yeah. who watched uh, Transformers, uh, you know, um, this is Rise of the Beast. The the actor who, of course, you see in the movie, who was uh, in Brooklyn at the time. He is, and Shannon's right. The guy you see in there, he is not only a, a terrific young up-and-coming actor but he was also a very talented singer and he you you will see him in a movie uh which was i don't know if anyone saw this movie but it's called in the heights and it was a very brilliantly made musical Mm -hmm. which Mm -hmm. hasn't musicals have been done for a long long time so that was really surprising how that came out like really really quick and he was really good in it because they're boring (laughs) af oh musicals are fun (laughs) musicals are fun i love them musicals have their they're very they're either some people are i love musicals have you seen hamilton uh, I, I still need to see it. He was in Hamilton. Yeah. He's one yes. of the big stars in Hamilton. It he was, was also it was, in Hamilton. As Hamilton well. was brilliant. Like it's in. The, it's, I you know music, I'm I'm kind of like you know musicals, but I'm a New Yorker, so I'm into musicals a lot because that's what I grew up on. I used to go to Broadway shows, all Broadway shows. Mm-hmm. So I, I I love musicals. Actually, I just seen the uh, Michael Jackson musical in New York City, which is yeah. amazing too. I so wanted to Hamilton. See that. That's Shakespeare, right? Yeah, yeah. But Hamilton was amazing because they they flipped it. It's all hip hop. It's all rap. Oh, it's so amazing! Like the characters and everybody who wrote it. I don't know if you know. I'm a music head and uh, the uh, Black Thought of the Roots. Yeah. He wrote. He wrote most of it. Quest Love. Uh, Quest Love. I love that. Dude. A guy from my neighborhood that I know, who I'm actual friends with. He's like my. He's like my little youngin. Like he's like my little brother. His name is Joel Ortiz. He's a great writer. He's a he's a rapper. He used to be part of a rap group called Slaughterhouse. With, Yo, with, with like- Joe Buttons and Crooked Eye. And Joel Ortiz, and then who's the other guy? I remember Joe uh, Budden. <laughs> I have limited hip hop knowledge, but I do remember yeah, Joe Budden. But you know, but anyway, just, just to say, yeah, Joel yeah, Joel Ortiz, oh, he was part of that hope and writing that 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 out that uh the, the stuff for that album. Nas was part of that. Like it was a lot of good hip hop writers. Like I don't know if people realize that. And Joel Ortiz is not a household name. You don't, you wouldn't know who he was. Yeah. I could I could play his music and you like it, but he's not a household name. He's an underground hip hop rapper, but he's a dope writer. He he wrote for Dr. Dre. Yeah. He wrote a lot of hits for Dr. Dre. He's made a lot of money. He lives in New Jersey in a nice house. And, you know, he's he's living his life. But remember, he was he was also assigned to Eminem also. 
Yeah. Nope. Like the, the yeah. Slaughterhouse, very good. Yeah. All those guys are amazing yeah. in that group, and they were signed under his oh, label. Royster 5-9 was the other guy. Yeah, yeah. Royster 5-9, yeah. yeah. Didn't he, the... The Ninja Turtles series, the Mutant Mayhem, this had a hip-hop soundtrack, too, didn't of course. you? Yeah, 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 of course. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you, you cannot have can't a Ninja wrong. Turtles and can have a hip-hop yeah. soundtrack. Well, were a couple of us, I, I, I should have uh, looked up a couple of the artists here that were on here, but it had a, way more of a hip-hop soundtrack than I thought it would compared to past Turtle fran- uh, properties. Yeah, so the original ones, they, they had a lot of hip-hop. Like, I mean, besides Vanilla Ice. <laughs> well, even, uh, even the second movie, which... All three soundtracks from the live action features, like, oh my gosh, you guys got to check those out. Like, that was like going back to when I was a kid and I first watched these, like, and I went to listen to the soundtrack, and oh my god, like, Partners in Crime, you know, like, uh, when you hear that turtle power, you know, T U R T M E power, and of course, and even the second one with Vanilla Ice, you know, which I thought was so cool. Yeah, like, literally, when he hits the car, and I thought the song was gonna turn, I'm like, no, they did not just go back to the original they just did ninja rap and i was great like, soundtrack oh um, so we're kind of running a little bit long so i'm probably going to ask you uh, just uh, final thoughts on Munit mayhem victor uh, how did it do for you compared to other turtles movies i absolutely think and i know everyone's not going to agree but you know it honestly it it ranks high because just it's for kids and adults and it's it goes back and i know it's not specifically targeting just one group of turtles like and it, everyone has their group of turtles like growing from that generation or this generation it doesn't matter but this is this was just absolute going back to what it stood for originally which was just fun being a part of a team, being a part of your brothers, just horsing around, saving the world from mutants and aliens and everything. And let me tell you guys something. You're going to be excited for the sequel because you know who else is going to be in it. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you, they, you know they're... They, they saved a lot of characters for oh, the sequel. Yeah. You, you, like I said, I can't give it away. You already know. Uh, if, you, if you don't know, you know who, who their nemesis is. So uh, right. I, I'm excited to see what he'll bring because, I mean... If you haven't seen the 1991 where he was just frightening, I mean, come on. He is their most hateful enemy, so, I mean, it's yeah. just awesome. Yeah, uh, I, part of me wants to see this again and give it another look with a fresh set of eyes. Uh, it took me a little bit of an adjustment getting used to this portrayal of the Turtles. I'm used to them kind of being used to, you know, oh, goofing around teenagers, yeah. so I was kind of I was a little caught off guard by how they're, they're kind of full-on embracing the teenage wackiness yeah. of it. So I was like... I, Part of me throughout, I was like, I don't know if I'm with this or I'm, I'm, I'm not with this. Uh, that was a really bold new take on April O'Neil, kind of having her be, uh, you know, you know, past TV shows, movie incarnations. She's right. the well-established TV news anchor, right. journalist. Yeah. Here, she's like a high school, uh, a high school journalist, kind of up and coming, earning her, earning her stripes. And so, having that take, kind of being on this, kind of just being a whole different uh, take on her character. Yeah. I, I was, I'm like, oh, this takes a little getting used to. I'm, I'm I was thinking maybe, maybe they should have a like an adult April passing this character the. Torch, maybe give yeah. her a different name, but maybe I just need to rewatch the movie of the new set of eyes. So part of me was like, I, I was still trying to uh, wrap my head around it. I wasn't sure if I was on board with it or not. I did like how the, the Superfly yeah. menace that villain. I really like how they built him up as being like this big threat. And and uh, is he with the turtles or against the turtles? And the way they showed uh, his origin, I really like that. And uh, yeah, so uh, the turtles clashing with Superfly to build up for the final act, I really liked. So parts of it I really liked, but other parts of me was like, I think I need to see this again. It so. was it was really crazy, just like. Like how he got everyone to like, because there there's an incredible voice cast in here, guys. Like, I mean, from Ice Cube to John Cena to yeah. Seth Rogen Jackie himself, Chan. Jackie Chan especially. Paul like, Rudd. oh my god, yeah, and Paul <laughs> Rudd and all them. Even Post Malone in here, I was like, whoa, let's okay, let's go. <laughs> but I see, you know, across the board, it seems like on on the online movie rankings and aggregate.
aggregates. It's getting great scores. Critic aggregate, 97%. Audience, 91% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> so it sounds like universal acclaim. Uh, I think, yeah, I just, I just need to rewatch it with a fresh set of eyes just after just kind of being a little... Just kind of just, I guess to use a pun, shell shocked. <laughs> like literally, yeah. and I and I know, like I said, you guys. Like I also have another surprise for you next next show, of course. Uh, and I know I, I should give it away, but I'm super excited because we're just getting into this. Like. I had the four set. When they released it, I was super excited to get it, and I couldn't wait to get it. They had the four-pack comic book Ninja Turtles from the Mirage, uh, of course, IDW uh, slash Mirage, uh, just original comic books, that, and I like literally had to get them because they were so cool looking. So I will pre- be presenting them next awesome. show, and I want you guys to see them. Epic preview for next week's action so, figure showcase. They're so epic. I was nice. like, let's go. All right. I oh, guess I'm so excited. Speaking <laughs> of that latest uh, from, from Victor, your other segment, your latest uh, comic and uh, Marvel DC uh, TV oh, and yeah. comic updates. I think I know you said you had a few things in store this week. Yeah, uh, so let's let's truly get into this because I mean, like I said, there was more turtles. Not only this, but there was more exciting turtles stuff to come. Uh, they are now coming out with the last Ronin uh, video game, which I was just literally losing wow. my mind over and I didn't know how they were going to do it. I thought they were going to do it like Afro Samurai like they did uh, or they were going to do it like the new uh, Samurai, uh, Samurai of course uh, game that they did. I forget what it's called but it, it goes back to uh, one of my favorite filmmakers which is Akira Kurosawa who mm. made so many incredible Japanese films like from you know Seven Samurai and many others like I can go on but even Ren which is a very good movie uh, like it was so beautifully done um, and I thought they were going to do it in that kind of style uh, which was really really fun because you, know, you just see nothing but just blood and guts and heads coming off like just like you see and I thought they were going to just do it just like that and it was so cool to see that so I'm prepared for that they're in development now so I'm excited for that um I can't tell you, like I said, uh, more than just like there's action figures coming out of Ninja Turtles, like from the last Ronin series and throughout. Um, they're coming out with another set of Foot Clan, uh, you know, action figures, which I'm really excited for. Uh, Comic Con actually released not too long ago uh, another Batman, which I'm very excited for because they're they're coming out left and right with McFarlane figures. Oh my gosh, like nice. so nuts. And of course, to celebrate, uh, we got to go uh, with the Punisher, of course. I know a lot of people say, you know, they didn't like the last uh, part of the comic book that he was in, uh, being because he, he got the piece that he so rightfully needed to get. Uh, but he will come back. I know he will come back. Oh, they're always, with Punisher, there are always a lot of start, start yeah. stops with Punisher in the Marvel oh, yeah. Universe over the years. He'll be yeah. back. Which, know. and they are celebrating, and again, we're celebrating again the anniversary of, of course, Mr. Frank Castle himself, uh, being that he's been in Marvel for decades upon I guess decades. I want to go back to his Spider-Man origins there, oh, yeah. what, what's, mid, mid-ish to yeah. late 70s? Yeah, yeah, that was when he was hired by the Jackal, and yeah. he, he wasn't a full-fledged character just yet, but once they fully fleshed his backstory, he was originally supposed to become a priest, but his inability, as you know, to forgive others led him to be a U.S. Marine captain, oh, <laughs> and throughout then, he was just yeah. leaving a bunch of dead bodies in his oh, way, yeah. and it I was so reading awesome. those original Punisher, uh, when he's more of just like a cameo character in various books, like, oh, 
like a lot yeah. of Spider-Man, a lot, a lot of Daredevil before he had his regular series. It was a whole. It took a while for the character to kind of evolve into the Punisher we know today. Yeah. So, and I'm I, speaking of, uh, I really cannot tell you guys. I have been waiting and literally been anticipating this exact story. One of my favorite stories, especially, was Daredevil, uh, Born mm. Again. And this was when, of course, to give you a quick a synopsis here, when uh, Kingpin, uh, who was mostly one of the, actually mo- more known in the Marvel Universe as one of the most dangerous people of the Marvel Universe. He knew the secret identity of Daredevil. He ruined his life. He made him burn his apartment down. Everything, his costumes, he knew everything about him. He shut his life down and Daredevil had to reinvent himself and come back, uh, which is the title, Born Again, to take back his life and take uh, New York City back from the Kingpin. And he beat the fool out of Kingpin more than Spider-Man did. And I love the fact that, of course, Daredevil, uh, so Daredevil, not only did he ruin Daredevil's life, but he ruined Punisher's life too. Uh, there's a a graphic novel called Punisher Homeless. He ruined Frank Castle's life. He pretty much got rid of all his weapons and his resources and everything, but that didn't stop the Punisher, even in his old age, because he just came back and just like beat him with oh, yeah. every Punisher and Daredevil, they've had a ton of great clashes. Oh, Vic, so cool. Victor, I think you said you have more, like a part two for late, latest news you'll have for yeah. quick takes, right? Yeah, but you said a ton yeah, of stuff going on. Yeah, but these were these were the ones that I really love to get into, because my gosh, I know there's, there's a little bit of them right here, but like I said, part two is coming like not not so oh, yeah. very dude, serious, you're so in, ingrained in that comic book news I'm so dude that's, yeah, like yeah you so guys much. have no idea how excited i am uh, for this year because no. it's gonna get nuts we know victor's <laughs> comic book love i know paul and i we've shared ours uh shannon you got what, what do you got any so big comic nuts. book passions you know, to get into comics or of just course, like just i mean tv shows or movies uh, no I'm, I'm, a, I'm a i'm a comic book person i'm spider-man yeah. of course captain america is my favorite like if he's, you can't tell he's rocking the luke cage yeah luke oh, cage of course i'm a comic book head you know i grew up you know buying comic books every every weekend every time i got allowance i would buy at least one you know uh, i guess i you know i got some i got some stored up in my uh you know my shoe boxes yeah oh yeah. yep I some, yep i got some shoe box comics you know yeah I that's what i used to do too i used to put them in my shoe boxes yeah. like nobody's gonna touch this exactly this is mine. Yeah. <laughs> i'm getting that age where i know uh, some people they're getting rid of their collections and they're like oh hey dale you like comics stop buying pick i'm like okay part of me's like yay another part of me's like oh where's the space yeah. <laughs> speaking of yeah. comics i just finally last night finished the Flash. Oh, I your, fell asleep to it in the theater. Oh no! And then I fell asleep to it. Oh yeah, that's right. I think two times that I tried to watch it, and then last <laughs> night I fell asleep to it, but I woke up early enough Yo. to where I could try to finish it. And you finished? Did you? And here's the thing. So I'm going through it, and then all of a sudden my internet goes out. No, it was so not I'm over there. And I'm, I'm monkeying around for like 45 minutes, unplugging my modems, doing all this stuff. But I did finally finish the Flash. Oh yeah, Woo! and yes. it wasn't worth any minute of it. <laughs> oh come on! I was waiting for that build up, and I was like, oh okay. And that it's your movie guy, of the year. That guy is so insanely annoying. Oh I, yeah, Ezra, yeah, Ezra, Ezra Miller. Miller. Yeah, Ezra Miller. I, yeah, I I will never watch another movie with him in it. No. His you voice is just to. like I don't think you'll have board. to worry about him being in another at least major motion picture. Yeah, he he's pretty much. What you what you watch it on? What My is it TV. On? What is it on though? Oh, it's on Max. So uh, no, I, Max, I, HBO Max. No, I uh, I ordered it off of my. Oh. Um, you got the Xbox like movies oh, app, re- movie rentals. Oh yeah, yeah. and so yeah. you can this you can buy or purchase it's on it HBO off of Max, there. though. Yeah, so oh, it's it on HBO Max, or if you want to buy it on uh, DVD, because 
They wait, it's real. on HBO Max. Yeah, they 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 literally son of a <laughs> yeah, they literally released it like literally they they do it. Uh, and fun fact, everyone, they literally have been releasing movies like literally the movies just came out. I know, and, and the DVDs already are just hitting shelves immediately. Well, they don't even tell you they're when. streaming. They're streaming rounds. Yeah, yeah they're like, streaming. They don't even see nothing about them still being in the. In the movie theater, they'd be in the movie theater yeah. and they're streaming now. Yeah, all the summer day and day. Yeah, they're already maybe out only on like shelves. A week or two like later. A, yeah, like literally, they're not even even a minute. They're just like out like now because they're like, we want money now, so let's release this now, get it over with, and it's still in theaters. Play, and I'm like, are you guys kidding me? This has never happened that fast. And oh, that's, no. I mean, yeah. like I my guess, god. Speaking of uh, going getting things done that fast, we got to give a shout out to another sponsor here. Pay Woo. some bills. We got to give a, some love to Northwest Tire. Yeah. Where Speaking of getting things done fast. Oh, yep. Um, it is a go uh, down three. One more. There you go. Perfect. So I, even Ooh. with my glasses, I can't see that far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for tires, work on your vehicle, and so much more, visit Northwest Tire on Gateway Drive, North Dakota's largest tire dealer. They're family-owned for over 40 years. From big to small, Northwest Tire does it all. They can find all the name brands like Toyo, Nokian, Bridgestone, Firestone, and so many more. Give them a call, 701-780-8473, to schedule your next appointment. I, I spoke about them before. They helped me out when I ran into a big jam. We had my shocks go out on me out of the blue. We were able to work me in there within no time. They're located on Gateway Drive in Grand Forks, helping you get the perfect tires for whatever you drive. And we all know that Victor loves their jingle. I do. I, I got to say it. Northwest Tire keeps you rolling down the road. I, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> My God, man! They, they, simple. They, they just kill it with the jiggles, man. Oh, it probably took them like two seconds just right that. I'm like, let's go. Oh, I love that man. jiggle. Oh man, that will never get old. <laughs> All right, well, we need to get rolling around. I guess you know it's kind of it, very apropos that uh, Northwest Tire is our last sponsor here. I guess because being car related, our next film is car related here. Yeah, talking about Gran Turismo. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, there we go. Yep, that one there. And then I think yeah. If oh. Yep, up, up to Paul. There we go. Yep, I think that should. There we go. There we Woo-hoo. go. Grand Turismo movie team. poster. Big yeah. team. Yeah, big yeah. team. We got this. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I saw this last week. I think it officially opens tomorrow or tonight if you catch the late evening showings. Yeah. But did you, you catch it? Did you see it? I actually, I, I didn't get to uh, like actually see it, guys. Uh, but I will see it uh, this weekend. So I have a movie marathon every Saturday. So I will get to cram every movie in from this one to the last of the Demeter, uh, of course, or last voyage on the Demeter, and of course another one yeah. that I'm really excited. So many big for. ones at home. But you don't see movie theaters do this too much nowadays. They no. had a, a sneak preview showing. They did a special, like, two showings in one day yeah. last Saturday. Oh, really? Yeah, they were yeah. pumping out movies, like, left and yeah. right. Yeah, and then just, they used to do this a lot more in previous years. It was a little more common, like a special little sneak preview showing. Usually you'd have to see it in a double header with another movie, but mm-hmm. this one, just on its own, I was able to sneak in and see it there because I knew it was going to be out of town this weekend. I'm like, oh, this is the only time I'll be able to see it. So uh, since it's not officially out in theaters, I'm just going to be very, very general, very, very broad strokes, mostly just kind of sticking to the trailer for what this movie's about but uh if people you guys play grand turismo the game over the years of playstation course. Yeah. oh yeah of course. i yeah. play that game I, yeah. still, I still own it yeah. <laughs> funny thing i've crashed so many cars yeah. in that game <laughs> paul big fan of grand turismo over the years i've always liked the graphics on it but yeah. i never got into it because it was just uh too time consuming yeah the, i mean those games they're called the real driving simulator because yeah. they're more authentic based they're not like super arcade burnout super off-road driving yeah. way more being focused on realism and that's kind of like the main uh, premise behind this film uh, Neil Blomkamp 
directed oh, it. Okay. Yeah, uh, good so director. this is a good director. This is oh, director. Such yeah. a good director. This is a huge paradigm shift from what he's used to directing, like yeah. you know your sci-fi, your dystopian movies, yeah. which which I love that he does. And I, I found an interesting quote from I read an interview with him off the Sony PlayStation blog interview, and he's felt. And this is a quote from him saying, "This movie felt well, very inspirational. It had never crossed my mind that I would direct a movie where the audience would le- leave the theater feeling uplifted and inspired. This uh, was really appealing to me." Yeah. <laughs> so end quote. But uh, but no. So I guess he's a big fan of the of, of the game series. So that kind of led him doing this. And the main uh, premise behind this is, and this is based on a real story of the actual driver that yes. named the movie of uh, uh, one Jan Martinborough, where he he's like. Uh, a lifer Gran Turismo player, mm-hmm. and he gets this invitation, you know, based on his times that got registered online. Like, hey, you're you're going to be in, invited to join this qualifying for the Gran Turismo Academy, where we want to train our best Gran Turismo players to become actual, uh, real pro race drivers. Yeah. Wow! And so the film kind of does a nice establishing his background, where you know his family is kind of like that stereotypical. You're too much time on the games. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Do you know how much cars ex- are expensive? Yep. Yeah. And they kind of have an interesting uh, showcase on on like on you know his family being against it and and him making it to you know he qualifies. He yeah. joins the GT Academy and it's them being put through these grueling tests. You know one one only David Arbor is their coach at the GT Academy. You know all these Stranger nice. Things fans. God, I love nice. him. So cool. Yeah. Such a cool dude. And Orlando Bloom too. I haven't yeah. seen him in a movie in a long yeah. ass time. Yeah, Orlando yeah. Bloom's like, kind of like wow. he kind of put it all together. He kind of put the whole GT Academy thing together. So he's kind of overruling David Arbor's character as a coach. And yeah. and 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 David Arbor's great as like right. the hard cracking coach who's just like you know making sure hey you guys got to take this seriously. Yeah, was Whoa. it a good movie? Yeah, yeah, I absolutely loved it. I thought uh, I, I completely forgot that. Blomkamp was the director. I remember the original announcements that he was, but you know, usually with video game movies, that you know, I hate to admit it, but they miss way more than they hit. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, there are some hits from over the years, but usually when I'm kind of joking around with video game movies, you know, I'm like, you know, on the video game movie curve, this is a pretty good movie. <laughs> yeah. When in reality, yeah. I'm like, you know, this is like a five out of ten, but you know, on the video game movie curve, this is like an eight out of ten. That's yeah, unfortunate so case, yeah. but but uh, this is a legit good movie. I thought the tale it tells with Jan Martinborough with him, uh, you know. Uh, making his way through the Gran Turismo Academy, and they kind of cover his first few years of his racing career. Okay. And, you know, there's a lot of highs, a lot of lows, and I kind of, I won't give anything away, but I kind of fact-checked because I was, like, wondering, I'm like, hey, did this really happen? Did he experience these highs? Did he experience these lows? Mm-hmm. And, no, the movie did really good. I was like, well, like, this, they had to have taken some creative liberties to yeah. tell, to make it seem like a better, more inspiring story. Right. But, no, this he went through some crazy struggles in his early race years, and they, I thought the way the film captured it was uh, very, very well done. And, you know, Blomkamp, obviously, he has the credentials to do, like, really oh, good yeah. special effects. Not that you, I would say you need to see this in the theaters for the special effects. There are a few really good CG moments in some of the race scenes where they kind of they kind of mix in some, like, the video game graphic overlays, like, oh, third place, second place. Oh, okay. And, like, like, stuff like that for, like, the like kind of like the menus and like you know yeah, just yeah. kind of like uh there's a couple parts where some there are some cheesy moments but for the most part i thought he's pretty respectful to the franchise right. and i'm not a complete car gearhead, but i there's a lot of moments kind of reading that same interview with uh blonde camp where i was like you know if you love cars you're going to get a lot of love out of this movie i was kind of looking out if there's like some shout outs to the games and he said he made sure to go out of his way to represent a lot of cars that are famous from the, the from, from being in the video games oh absolutely and yeah. like and getting some victory poses that I guess the Gran Turismo games are known for, uh, it worked into the, into the film. Just like nice little Easter eggs for those real hardcore Gran Turismo fans. But yeah, I thought it represented the the uh, the. I thought it did a, 
a great film, inspirational film. I don't think you need to be a fan of the video games to be this. I think this does, or just a complete gearhead. I think this tells a great, you know, underdog story because he's facing a lot of like uh, just like little riffraff from pro race drivers. Oh, we got a gamer here trying to make it in the real world, yeah, right? You know, right, he's right. got he's yeah. overcoming a lot of go. struggles and obstacles to make. It. And I thought uh, the film. I think uh, early, I was talking to Paul earlier in the week after I saw it. I was like, you know, I, I want to make sure to sit on think on this for a while, but I think this it, it'll be one of those like kind of edge edge cases when I do our, we do our top ten movies of the year. I think mm-hmm. this may crack the top ten on the bottom slot, but it, it way better. I want to say you know it's a all out movie of the year, but right. I, I will say it's like top ten caliber worthy. So it definitely yeah. blew me away for how well I thought it did. As far as uh, Rotten Tomato rankings, uh, audience wise, it's blowing the audience ratings away 98%, but uh, critics oh, aggregates is 59%, so it's kind of like hit or miss for like uh, you know the hardcore critics. I mean, it's still above average, Fair but uh, yeah, I, I think this will, uh, at least as of now, I think this will be, uh, it's, it's, it's going to be make it, I think it has a good shot of cracking my top 10. Why, why is there even a critics rating when you just have an audience rating? Because they do, they, they, this is what they do. They literally <laughs> will always do, because critical acclaim is and and everyone says well either makes or breaks your film not necessarily yeah. Mo- the box office where you really need to be concerned yeah. to me are- it looks like critics are like fact checkers they say and, that they are but they're really not well, and the audience is like everybody with a brain well, yeah, it's like, you know, audience. <laughs> that's, that's partially, partially, fairly. I mean, it's, it's always interesting. A lot of the times they're kind of within a few percentage points of each other. But then you get some, you know, some critic, critics or, you know, all the various film critic websites. So they can be a little bit more, you know, just picking things apart. Yeah. I mean, it'd be a little harder when, you know, your average movie critic over. And then, you know, so in some cases, you know, audience, it's just, just go to the website, vote. Do you like this? Yes or no? Yeah, and that's anyone right. can go in and contribute a vote. So, uh, but you know, there's so many movies where you see like, uh, you know, cash cow movie licenses, yeah. which may not have that much, you know, not much depth to them. They're, you yeah. know, they're, they're, they're crowd pleasers. Everyone, yeah. I like a crowd pleasing movie yeah, every same. once in a while to go to kind of get that fine balance, you know, with like your prestige pictures, you know? Yeah. So, I get it. I get it. And mind you, everyone, not every, there's no such thing as a perfect movie. No. I, I promise you, I, I wish there was. No. Believe me but there's not no. films are hard to do and they if are. you actually see it's it's different from when you write it to when you actually put it all together and oh my god there have been a lot of times where people have literally francis for coppola will tell you the same thing and he, he puts a gun to his head because he's like i literally didn't know if i was gonna survive doing this yeah it, <laughs> because it was that nuts yeah. you know i guess speaking of crowd pleasing movies victor i think that's a great segue to cover uh, our next review which you got next here uh, yeah you saw the meg 2 yes. trench <laughs> oh i was so excited to see this so when did the first one hit again that's i, I may mean, just got maybe help uh, clue people in in case people miss the first one what to expect so the first one of course talking about the legend Legendary, uh, my my favorite creature, of course, li- real creature, mind you guys, many years in the pre- uh, Gradacious period, uh, the Megalodon. This was basically, think of like a great white shark, only 10 more times bigger and more teeth than ever before. This guy was... When he was in the ocean, nobody screwed with this guy. He was enormous. He ate Tyrannosaurus for breakfast. That should tell you something. Tyrannosaurus, known for, of course, the symbol on Jurassic Park, you know, logos everywhere, the big man himself. No, in this movie, Megalodon rules. And the original one, the first one, of course, with a badass Mr. Jason Statham. Of course. These guys, like, he literally dominated 
every like scene you see him in and oh my gosh man he was just eating people like they were like little appetizers for him that's how much he was just like eating people like one after the other it was so (laughs) crazy and the first one of course now they dealt with of just the megalodon but the second one, this is when they get into the trench. They uh-huh. go all the way. Like They say, like, if you look at James Cameron, actually, he did a, a, a deep sea dive uh, many years ago, uh, Aliens from the Deep, which is a great documentary of how they go way down. And, oh, my gosh, dudes, mm-hmm. you wouldn't believe what's true. down in our ocean floors, true, man. True story. Um, there was a couple of mil- millionaires that tried to do that, yeah, and and, and they didn't they didn't make it. Oh. Yeah, I knew he was going. I knew he was going to do that. I knew he was going to tell that joke. <laughs> what, wasn't that the? How dare you make that joke? But still, wasn't that's that good. The, wasn't that the, the the underground hub that I was visiting? Yeah, the underground for that Titanic, the, the submarine right? Titanic, yeah. the submarine Titanic. Yeah. That's terrible what called. joke, but also <laughs> I, I guess see what yeah, you're going terrible. with that terrible joke. Yeah, what do you do? Hey, wait, it's too early. It's too early for too that joke. Very too early for that joke. Victor, I got a question for the setup for this movie. I no, I. I missed the first one, but from what I understand from the previews, I think in case uh, is a simple way to explain it would be like a very triple uh, A budget of like the cheesy sci-fi disaster movies. Oh yeah, like yeah. it was it was or sci-fi channel. Let me make let's just, let's just be clear: is it as good as Sharknado? It's better. It's, really, it's way better. Oh, shit. It's better in how then some. Be, how can it be so good? It's way better. It's way better in then some. Because I can tell you this much: you get not only like the megalodon, but you get to see where it all started from the Cretaceous period. And like there was dinosaurs. There was these. There, there were like there was like mutant mutated like dinosaurs. Literally, like you would never see before. And there were like these little ones that uh, you see, uh, of course, in uh, like one thousand BC. Like, literally, they were eating each other. Like, one small little thing, like a fly, would eat another thing, and then another thing, and then something huger would eat that thing. So, I mean, I can tell you guys, like, there were so many creatures in this movie, like, and especially not just in, you know, on land, but when you go all the way down to where it, like, literally, from where we're standing now, we're lucky. Because when we get down there, like, literally, as they say, you're just a guest, down there in oh, certain yeah. territories when you're in the ocean there is no thing to stand on yeah, you're you're a guest in their home and oh my gosh man like there was like, not only there was there one but there was like three more megalodons one was just like he no had been Godzilla, the I wish I so wish and I was thinking that too but I really wish but man like it was just so crazy like there were scars like everywhere on this one megalodon he had been through the ringer his eye was just missing and I thought he was one from the first one but then of course he got killed in the first one so I thought they were nodding to him but then there was another one where he just like had one scar like that was so gashed like a deep one and the first one he was just like as mean as they can come he was the leader of the th- uh, the other two mm. and these guys were just like they when they walked into the like they swam into the room they were like yeah we bad was, we bad was there like a was there ever like a big dolphin <laughs> I'm sure there was I'm sure there was I, I have no doubt that there was I mean anything was possible they say you know fact is bigger than fiction but I, I mean I can tell you from what we've had back then to now I mean there were so many discoveries it's a sunny but it's the size of a ship it, it's true it was true <laughs> heck there were there were sperm whales that were that huge bigger than any cruise ship you would see yeah. and my gosh like they would eat stuff 
stuff like that, like literally, like it was like an appetizer for them. Like literally, they were bigger than those whales, especially. Like once you see this movie, you, you'll see what I'm talking about, everyone. Like when they go down the trenches, they open up like a portal kind of thing. And every creature from like this giant Kraken octopus, like literally. And may I mention, because Shannon said it, of course, the first time we were going on, like literally the beer Kraken, not mm. only a badass name, but and beer I love that creature. Man. Like I love that creature, of course, in Crash of the Titans, of course, one of my favorite of ones course. in that story. Yes. Release the Kraken. Like it was so Release cool. Release the Kraken. Like literally, it was so cool because they're like, I love octopuses, man. Like they have no, like it, they can reach for anything. Like, shit. like literally, it was so cool. It was like going back to when I was a kid, like creature features were my bread and butter of genres. I was going to say, this sounds like it's hitting all the notes. Oh, it was so much fun. Uh, like, probably one of my I favorite more waiting. recent years would be Piranha. That's yes. probably one of mine. Mm. Yes. Which, which, Oz, like, oh, yeah. The, the previews for this sound like this was kind of going for that uh, same kind of direction and vibe. Yeah. Would you say that sounds right for Meg and yeah. Meg too? Yeah, because like even Piranha 3D, which I will go say that was fun to see. Just a bunch of giant piranhas just attacking people like for no reason. Um, of course, I will say there are many shark movies. This one does rank on my top 10, of course. But of course... I will say that if it wasn't for the great glorious Jaws, there would be no Sharknado, there'd be no anything, there'd be no Meg. Uh, so I got to give it, of course, to my boy Steven Spielberg on Jaws. But this was just like Jaws, except for the only thing about it was the, the great white shark, dude. He was just humongous, and he ate everything that came in his way. Yes, yes, that actually, oh. just like that. It was like that, and when you see, like, jellyfish, like, light up like they were, like, they were, like, lighting books. Oh, okay, yep, we're seeing, uh, yep, Shannon's showing us a photo of some jellyfishies. That, that's exactly what it was like down there. It was just nothing hey, but, like, they were using their own fluorescent lights. Literally. Literally. Jellyfish. Oh, jellyfish. <laughs> awesome. Look at that. Yeah, Amazing. It was just, that's just like in Finding Nemo. Amazing. Oh, wow. I was, speaking of fish, I was just at the uh, Omaha Henry Dorley Zoo in Omaha, Nebraska, and they have jellyfish. They have, they have, a, the aquarium is something of amazingness. Like, it's when you walk inside of it, all the fish are swimming all around you. It's above you. They're side to side. There's sharks. There's giant groupers. You name a fish, it's in there, and they're huge. They're all just swimming all around. It's amazing. So I could only imagine back in the day what kind of fish there probably were that we don't even know about. Yeah. I I couldn't imagine trying to maintain that fish tank. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I've tried Uh, to have a saltwater tank before. It was the most miserable thing on my earth. They got to swim down there and and scuba dive, scuba gear, and and fix everything while they're still swimming around. With sharks. Yes, with sharks. So I would, you know what? I would love. To own an octopus, is that possible? You you can. Um, it's extremely expensive. <laughs> I believe um, it. Very, very much. It will cost you more than an arm and a leg to own those. Would, but I they're wanna, really, really cool to own. But you're going to get it. like eight arms and legs back. <laughs> I want to do it. I just want to do it. Just to, I, 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 I would love to get to know my octopus and I we have a relationship, you know? Okay, if clearly you haven't watched the boys. <laughs> they super smart, man. I love I love. I knew you were going to freak that. What happened? What happened? In an intimate relationship no, with an octopus. octopus. Oh, okay. oh, my God. That's a whole different octopus right there. Oh, yeah. my God. 
I haven't seen that movie. I, I need to see the oh boys. I, I have the, I have the first two seasons on 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 yeah, video. Yeah, so really 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 I, I've read the, I've read the graphic yeah, novel. The graphic oh novel is ridiculously awesome, completely over the top. Yes. Uh, like superheroes oh policing God. other superheroes, but it's like ridiculous. Oh, that was on Amazon. Yeah. Yes, oh I, I, I kind of started watching it, but then I got I got bored, and I ended up watching that other movie oh with uh, Al Pacino. What's the, what's the series with Al Pacino and, 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 and it's like a chessboard and he's a Jew and is oh, that Al Pacino? Uh, no. <laughs> oh, I know what you're talking oh, about too. It's a really it's a really good Chat movie. Chat room, help us out here. Oh my a God. Frenchman or something is no, called? The Irishman. Know. The Irishman. No, no, no. It's it's like uh it's like they start finding all the Germans and they start executing all the they're looking for the Germans and they're executing the Germans. Oh, um, I know what you're talking it's about. Really too. Good. It's, it's, it's really good. It's a very unique, sh- very unique, it's a very show. unique show. It's super good, though. It was, it was very, very good. But now back to the Meg. Me. Back to yeah. the Meg. I was, I was to say, Victor, we should probably put a pin on on, on the Meg. Your final yes. thoughts on the Meg Two Trench? I, Amazing. You, you, you just gotta see it. It's, I think I might go see it tonight. It's uh, yeah, and yeah. and Shannon told me he's gonna see it tonight, which I know you will have a fun time. Yeah, if, yeah. If you love like giant. Like man eating yes, creatures, like course. you will have yourself a great. I was a huge Jaws. I was. I'm a huge Jaws fan. So yeah, love so Jaws. Really, Anything Jaws, I loved it. Sounds like a really gratifying, just yeah. creature slasher, uh, just yes. good yeah. dumb fun flick. Like literally, it's it's like and. And I was so happy when they started bringing that genre back. Like literally, like they did it with like Beast for Idris Elba. Uh, Ghost yeah, that movie was, amazing, was yeah. so badass. And yeah. of course they did. And when they announced the Meg too, I was like, this is gonna be kick ass. Yeah. And they did, it especially with uh, uh, what was it? They it, uh, they did another shark movie not too long ago. It was really underground too. Um, I forget, but I'll, I, come on, it will come to me in a second. But like, they, I really am happy that they bring that genre back. Because, I mean, it was just nothing but fun. And it was like back in the day when you see on TV, like from Godzilla to King Kong, I mean, from monsters from outer space, you know, or eight-legged freaks, you know, stuff like that. Like, and it's, or Anaconda, like, I was so happy that they were doing that. I love all Anaconda movies. Yeah, same. And I'm like, I'm happy that they brought this back. So, you guys, you got to see this. Like, literally, if you love monsters eating people, (laughs) of course you had to do that. J-Lo was an anaconda, too. Oh, man. Shit. So many movies to see. So many movies to see. Good snakes and hot chicks. Literally. You got to be honest. If I don't have time to see this in theaters, it's going to go into the queue to go to my want to see this. You got to. It's so fun. Oh, man. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to Googling anaconda and Jennifer Lopez and seeing what pops up. He's, oh. he's killing me right now. He's oh. killing me with the, especially but, he already killed me with the boys joke. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" So speaking of, uh, we need to go to the theater see a lot of movies here. We got to give a shout oh out here God. to our last sponsor of the show, the River Cinema Fifteen and the Shire Bar and Grill. Make still, them your... I still don't have eyes. Oh, okay. Oh, go down. Oh, up. Oh, there you go. Oh, up one. There you go. There you go. Perfect. Boom. All yeah. right. Uh, River City. Yeah. yeah. So make them your next dinner and <laughs> movie destination. Awesome. They're both located in the River Mall in East Grand Forks. Either dine inside the movie memorabilia packed restaurant in the Shire or take your meal to go to the movie you're attending. Some of this week's feature movies, awesome. well, we talked about a couple of them already. Gran Turismo, yes. The Meg 2, The Trench, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutant Mayhem. Yes. Also playing Talk to Me, Haunted oh, Mansion, Jules, Last Voyage of Detmer. <laughs> 
And uh, starting starting this Thursday uh, night here, uh, uh, Victor, I believe it's this Thursday, Blue, Blue Beetle, right? This Thursday yes, night? Yes, yeah. yes. Which, this is why I was going to we'll, do it for the we'll, second segment. We'll get segment. there. Yeah, we'll we'll the get there. Se- Are you going bit. to see that tonight? Oh, I, I can't see it tonight because uh, I got a show to do. But uh, otherwise, I'm going to see it this weekend. Nice, so I'm excited. Nice. And I yeah. can't wait to talk about it with you guys. Yeah, so... Like River Simply in the video behind me, like you can see, it has luxury recliners and expanded concessions that now serve adult beverages, and it's family-owned and operated by the same company that runs the Grand Theater in Crookston. And for their showtimes, check out morefamilytheaters.com. For the River Cinema showtimes, check out rivercinema15.com. Don't forget about Tuesday specials, $5 movies all day long, and the five fifty senior matinee specials on Wednesdays and Thursdays. That's the River Cinema 15 and the Shire Bar and Grill. Yes. Yes. So, love that place. Always a fun it's place our spot. Yeah. We like, always kind of like our meeting place. <laughs> Literally, yeah. like I, I oh, I, I love the Shire. Yeah, fantastic. fantastic. Like fantastic. Crew's great there. Bon- totally great fun bonus to talk wings. To. Great bonus wings. Great food. Am I on the right oh, one here? Yep. Up. Yep. There you go. Perfect. Yep. Very fun place. Right. So. Victor, uh, it's time for your other awesome segment here. Yes. Uh, you're, I know we missed it last week, so it's back this week. The uh, the one, the only oh, action yeah. figure showcase where Victor breaks down one of his custom creations or a much uh, long uh, long prized action figure. So he's gonna he's gonna sh- shed his knowledge of the action figure. So Victor, what do you have on tap for us this week? You guys, I've been waiting for this for a long time. I was a little upset because it didn't get released until the very day I went to Target long last week ago. And I was losing my mind, and I was really hesitant to get it because I couldn't get it at the time because I was like, I don't want to waste so much money. But I, it's not wasting a lot of money. So, of course, I, I saw it. And if you saw Dungeons & Dragons, which is a kick-ass movie, I, one of my favorite creatures in there, I'll show you. So cool. Literally. It was just epic to see. I can't get it up. There we go. It was the owl bear. Wow. No way! Wow. Look at him. He's the owl bear. Literally, one of my favorite creatures in that movie. Like, literally, two of my favorite predators, not only from the air to the sky, it just was a perfect combination. If you yes. see this, wow. like, literally. There you go. Nice. Like, Hasbro. I think it was hilarious it in was. that movie. Like, it literally, was. it was so cool. Like, the claws. The owl and, bear. Yeah, like, literally. It was so cool. <laughs> that is so awesome. I was like, man. Only thing better so would be owl cocaine bear. Oh, yes. <laughs> right? Yes. I was literally thinking that. Oh I was like. <laughs> well, like, both owls and bears are, like, some of the deadliest uh, creatures out oh, there. Yes. So you get make them a hybrid. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah, you don't mess with that. Like, literally, <laughs> owl is one of my favorite uh, yeah, areas. Predators, honestly, because I, I love owls. Uh, so do I. And they were so cool. One of the actually, and I saw uh, a snow owl not too long ago when I was uh, heading out with a friend of mine to out in the country, and he just was so beautiful. It's like you couldn't even see him, and he was just like just his wingspan was so beautiful. You guys, oh, yeah. they were oh. like literally, and I saw uh, like six feet, like literally, yeah, like they were huge. such beautiful birds. And even when I was a kid, they used to bring this guy. He actually owned exotic birds. He owned uh, one of uh, the bird he saved was actually uh, two uh, horn-tipped owls, uh, and they were very beautiful. Uh, oh, nice. One of his wings was broken. Uh, he's better now, obviously, but he he was his wingspan was so beautiful. When you saw him flying through the air, it was so cool. And we had to wear the special glove because man, their talons are so sharp. Oh yeah, and man, they were so beautiful. And it was like literally, he he was so cool. So is this a, you gotta go online to get that one, or is it you said in Target you get you saw it so, or in stores? So fair, fairly enough. Uh, so Target didn't release this uh, like I said until like a long. Last week ago, they had already been pre, uh, of course, pre-owned and pre-packaging uh, for that uh, figure because they 
this was a, a long showcase ago, mind you, that they had already had this in stock. Uh, now, when I got this, I didn't think they were going to release it at all because they were just waiting until like – which I thought Targathon and you know Geekathon and all this other stuff because Comic uh, Comic Con is on its way uh, almost here, guys. Right. So I mean, when they released this, it was like a long. This had been in stock for a long time, so I'm really surprised that they had hold it so long and then they released it just then. So I was really surprised about that because the next one I'll show you. Say so. You got one more for us this week. Yeah, I've got perfect. Two more on this okay. Yep. Yeah. I will beer. And I've been Going. waiting for those. Huh? Two. No, I'm good. I'm good. I said I will beer. That's an owl beer. So, owl, of course, to, yeah. ce- to celebrate, of course, which we will talk about. Hey, of I just course. watched that movie <laughs> yeah. yesterday. It we- sucked. <laughs> Unlike the Ezra Miller, this was I loved this guy growing up. Like yes. the Flash was the ultimate superhero. He literally, was. He, was. he was always fun to read. And of course, his tagline, which I loved, what they put in the movie, and especially because this was his tagline in the comic book: "Nobody dies." Yes, and literally, he was so cool. Like he's been such on an adventure all the time. Like from Batman to Superman to the Justice League to dying and re coming back all yeah. the time. Like literally, this. Guy guy's been through the ringer and he's always had a smile and jokes on his face to just like boot with it and of course we got to talk about because this is the original my boy who i loved for years the blue beetle now this is the original original blue beetle you guys the blue beetle from the this is the original talking about this for like four, four or five months, he's been hyping up the movie. I mean, you you can't <laughs> deny it, guys. I mean, look at him. I mean, he he was an archaeologist. He was a police officer. He was a tech genius. I mean, the guy was literally Batman, except for he didn't have all the you know gadgets that Batman is known for. Right. But he still had the you know the knowledge, the premise, the the wits, and the fists to go about him. Plus, he always had a, just much like my friend here, Mister Barry Allen. He always had another zinger to always smash the bad guy's jaw within him. So, I mean, come on. He, he sounds was so like cool. Spider-Man. He, he was, but, he, <laughs> but at the same time, I mean, he didn't have any superpowers. So, so I got to ask Chad, I, I think I heard some, re- some recognition for Blue Beetle there. Are you familiar with uh, Blue Beetle's background? I am familiar with Blue Beetle, but I was looking at the, 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 coming, the coming attractions, the, uh, the, the trailer, and they kind of, it's like a little kid. Yeah, he was because he's the yeah. third Blue Beetle. Oh, he's a, he, I always oh, thought, yeah, the, I always thought yeah. the Blue Beetle was the tick. No. <laughs> you know, at a quick glance, though, from the cartoon, it kind of looks like a, a quick resemblance at a quick glance there. He does. But, yeah, uh, unlike, I remember the Blue Beetle, though. Uh, yeah, unlike, unlike the Tick, he, is not, he's, he has no superpowers. This was the very first one, so Ted Grant was the first, and, of course, his lineage moved on because uh, the other two had passed away, sadly. Uh, and, of course, uh, Jaime Reyes, right. who uh, is the third kid, which you see in the movie, he, uh, unexpectedly, uh, he was just a normal average teenager yeah. uh, and of course the scarab that you see in the movie it was from an alien extraterrestrial origin and it came down to our earth and of course he discovered it and it latched itself onto his back yeah. and of course it gave him a non impetrable suit he could do anything with it he has hand cannons like any weapon you think of the suit will give you and you can't be destroyed you can't be killed by it I mean you can be smashed into a bunch of pieces and you'll still be okay and that was so the cool thing where does the beetle come in? So the beetle originally <laughs> or, originally was the idea, of course, of Mr. Ted Grant. So he mm-hmm. came up with it. So in back in the original comics, of course, because he was a police officer, it was a disguise that he wore. But now uh, Ted Grant, of course, in the modern day comic books, he did have the scarab and uh, he was going to – 
in the uh, modern comic books, they also said that Ted Grant uh, and another Blue Beetle, the second one, they were uh, they were colleagues of each other, and he was going to use the scarab that they had found in Egypt to make a bunch of you know soldiers like everybody does, you know, when they have a creased power, they want to make super soldiers of it. But right. he refused to let that power go into the wrong hands, so he destroyed every bit of his technology, and on his dying breath, he promised his friend that he said, I want you to be the next Louis. I want you to carry on my legacy. Make sure that you only have this technology, not anybody else. And so he said, he kept his promise, and he continued on the legacy, and then the third one, of course, that's when, of course, Jaime Reyes found it. So. Nice. Victor, I think that's a great segue into our upcoming streaming and theatrical new releases because of Blue Beetles opening, well, tonight, the early yeah. uh, night yeah. before showing. I can't so, wait to see uh, it. I Maybe I might see that and instead. I, and yeah, I, completely, I want to see it so bad. <laughs> I completely forgot to work it into my notes for what's coming up here. Uh, so I guess I didn't see it in the, the River Cinema email, which is where I do for theatrical releases, though I'm, I'm sure I probably just missed it. So uh, that opens tonight, early showing. Yeah. So Blue uh, Beetle does? Yeah. 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 It's the early premiere. The, the, what time part, is that tonight? You know? Uh, um, I can... I could look it up here. It while should be, it should be at seven yeah, or I'm guessing earlier than usually that. Usually, what a showing every hour, hour and a half. Oh, we got seven. A stupid yeah. sports show. Dang that it. stupid sports <laughs> show. Yeah. But I think the should have showing is going till about like ten o'clock or so. Right? Yeah, because yeah. this is the, this is the pre pre premiere. So mm-hmm. like Thursdays are always like the pre pre premiere, but then Friday is the big one where everybody like in their all mothers, day long like and Russian. By the way, it's not a stupid sports show. Tonight is going to be actually, actually awesome yeah. because they're going to be we talking got, about uh, the. Uh, North Dakota little little league team. Oh, yeah. Well, they're doing yeah, well this year. Well, yeah, they're doing. They're going to be playing first the, time ever the little league World Series uh, tomorrow, and we got two. Oh, no we way. got we got two the uh, coaches uh, zooming in tonight. So oh, we're going nice. to have a couple oh, guests cool. uh, zooming in tonight. And uh, my they, cousin's the CEO of. Awesome. Yeah. Oh no. Fargo, Fargo yeah. Youth Baseball. And, it's gonna, oh, really? and that that airs tonight live at six thirty. So it's going to be a jam packed show. It's going to be pretty cool. First time ever. Mm, that North cool. Dakota has been so they're in the, the actual league league championship series. this year. Yeah, Little oh, League World yeah. Series, first win, time man. ever. Hope well, they it's, win. It's, it's a playoff tournament. They're in the playoffs, so it's. Uh, they're the going to yep. take the whole thing home. Yeah, they're going to take go the North home. Dakota. Oh, yeah. Go like, North Dakota. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. the Little League, man. Yeah, like, big shout to those kids, man. Because I haven't seen Little League for a long time, so shout out to them. Shout out to them. They play Friday at six p.m. We're thinking about doing a watch party on that one. It's actually going to be on. It's actually going to be on ESPN. So oh no way! So you don't have to tune into. Like some like random like tier like ESPN Plus app and try and scroll through a billion me- menus to find it. I'm sure I think it's going to be man. on ESPN Plus also, but oh, yeah, yeah, it's actually going to be on actual cable or you go to a sports bar and watch yeah, it. So. I'm, awesome. I'm off at seven, so hopefully he's not done yet. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be out of town, unfortunately, tomorrow yeah, yeah. night. So uh, I'll be out of town for the weekend, but I may try and check in through the apps to che- yeah. cheer on in spirit. So, but uh, so yeah, Victor, long time viewers, Shannon, Shana, if, if Victor at the end of each show when we do our quick takes, I think for what the last. Four, five, six months. Uh-huh. Almost every episode of Victor Quick Takes is, I'm really excited for the Blue Beetle. I am. Oh, <laughs> okay, yes. you guys. Like, literally, I have been anticipating you guys since it, it was first released. Now, remind you, because of the writer's strike, which is really horrible that this happened, um, it got super extreme and way out of hand. And, of course, they were delaying movies left and right. But luckily, thank God Blue Beetle made it through the fray, and he is coming today. Literally, yes, and I heard that. And then, literally, uh, <laughs> mind you, we will get into that next show. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it was it was very crazy, but he made it through the fray, and hopefully other Marvel and other uh, movie companies will make their way through the fray in this crazy world that we live in. Uh, and I was really excited, you guys. So, like I said, next 
Next, next week on next, yeah, next yeah. week of next week, we will talk about the Blue Beetle, and we will get into special it. five hour review of the Blue Beetle. Oh yeah, next episode. I'll go see. It. I'll go see to let you know how it was. Yeah, I will. I, I will definitely I, I, make sure like to see I said, it. Hopefully, you get to see, uh, of course, not only the Blue Beetle but the Meg as well. The Meg too. Yeah, like I said, because you will enjoy yourself. And okay. like I said, I I'm excited. I like guys. I like shark movies, fish movies. You know that kill humans. I, I love anything that makes the humans die. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I love superhero movies. Yeah, and so. I, I yeah. really, really, I really, 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 really want the Blue Beetle to not suck. It, yes, and it won't. They they look like they did a really good job <laughs> on it. And I and I know, guys, this it's been a horrendous time for superhero movies. And and I know that you know with the Henry Cavill controversy and the Rock controversy, it's it's just been going haywire. But I promise you, James Gunn, his his whole we've seen him do great jobs on the yeah. Suicide Squad oh, yeah. and oh, yeah. and many and of course the Guardians of the Galaxy. It's a possibility. Like so, he he yeah. he has like the right motive. Turn it around. Turn like, it around. He's got the right motive, you guys. So I. I trust him immensely. Ship. So I mean, so, I, I I know he will do great, and I know this movie will do great well, too. So you got to have faith, guys. Come yeah, on, tune in two weeks, see Victor's full on review, and hopefully, I think I know go. I'm going to try and see it too. But uh, we got a few other uh, streaming new releases to mention. I'm probably going to try and rapid fire these, but Amy's stick out to you guys. Make sure cool. to jump in. Uh, I know the first episode. I think the second episode, maybe I haven't started yet. But I know Paul, you said you saw the first episode, Winning Time: The Rise of the Lakers Dynasty, season two. I loved Ooh, season one. Very I, good. I, yeah, I think you'll be, you'll be touching on your quick takes or. Well, so far, what what do you like of season two? Yeah, um, the well, they've uh, done two episodes now. Both of them are really solid. And this is kind of picks up where season one left off, right? Uh, right yeah, after, yeah, it's it's still definitely following magic, mm-hmm. but yep. you're starting to kind of see like the the quarrel between the coaches and you know the front office. Yeah, all and, that, and yeah, all that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they just I think they do a really good job. With this show, it's, it's good, super entertaining. It's very and they they really try to bring it back to like living in the seventies. But sometimes I think they go a little bit overboard where they try to make like the stupid uh, film camera scenes where it's like a little grainy. Oh, it's like oh, it's like yeah. a burnt film or something. Yeah, yeah. kind of whack. And then I'm like, okay, that that a worked, much. That worked for the first you know yeah. episode, you know, fifteen minutes into it. But after that. You can't no go back to it, yeah. yeah. So, but it's still, I mean, really entertaining. I, th- I yeah, think absolutely. it's a great show. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I think so too. I need it. Very like, maybe I'll bank good. a few weeks and just kind of start binging it like halfway through. Or so I loved, absolutely loved the first season. So yeah, that's on uh, airing weekly on HBO or on streaming on the Max. So uh, next up uh, on on Showtime TV on cable or streaming on Paramount Plus is Billion season 7. Love it. Final season of the flagship show. Shannon, you're you're into the show? Love love Billions. Love it. One of the best shows on TV. Love I, it. I seen here for the recap. I I haven't had no a chance apology, to dive into this. It's a uh, uh, it's going to be between Bobby Axelrod's return from hiding in Switzerland and Mike Prince running for president. It looks like Chuck Rose sure has his work cut out for himself. Yep. What a great yeah. cast in that! I show. haven't started watching the last episode, the last season, but it's a good show. You're all up to speed on it up until this new it's season. Good, it's a good show. See, I hate seeing shows like this, like this Billions, and then there's a, another one that I've, I've been seeing that they just released a new season of. But mm. when they're on season seven, like you know. As great of a show as that it, that it might be, 
I just can't invest myself into trying to go back seven years. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you know? and, and I'll tell you, most shows, if you're lucky, because as the, as, as the famous line has said, you can make as a million shows as you want, but they are going to get canceled. So don't be discouraged if they yeah. do, because a lot, every show can be a law and order. Not every show can be a cops. Not every show can be friends. No. Because it's hard, what? dude. Every episode you do, you better hope that it makes the billion-dollar mark. This is why people need to listen to shows like this yeah. so you know what to look out yeah. for. Mm-hmm. Because if I would have known about this Billions show yeah. seven years ago, yeah. I probably would have started watching I'm it. I'm never going to come up But I've never yeah. even heard of it. Yeah. It's a good show. Because show, show. Show, Showtime, great yeah. network. Yes. They, they literally, they're like HBO in a way. You can make as many shows as you want to on there as long as you have the money and the time they will let you greenlit anything yeah, well, that's why HBO was such a popular network I'm presuming yeah. the whole series must be on Paramount Plus so Paul if you need a new show to start binging from yeah. the beginning yeah. there you go as long yeah. as you got the that's money the and the thing, time I don't have time to binge a movie <laughs> B- yeah. binge seven <laughs> seasons Paul you got this yeah, that's why I'm not trying trying to get into a, a season that is seven well, Maybe this, maybe this next it's worth it. Maybe it's this good, next it's a good one. Yeah. Maybe this next show we'll do it for you. This is only a six episode limited series. Only yeah. six oh, episodes yeah. on on Netflix. Limited one season awesome. show. Painkiller. Yeah. New series about the Love opioid it. crisis as Matthew Broderick, starring as one of yes. the key villains oh, of the story, yeah. whose greed and indifference helped create one of the yes. worst drug epidemics in yes. recent years. I'm, I remember you guys, that. You guys I'm too in. I'm too. I was. I started watching last night. I am two episodes in, and this shit is good. Really good. Painkiller? Painkiller? Yeah. Yes. Okay. It's all about oxycodone. Yeah. Oh, wow. How, how they took uh, morphine. They took morphine, and uh, Matthew Broderick, the family's, the last name is Slacker, the Slacker family, and they're just like, they're just like, you know, millionaires, billionaires. They just, they don't give a damn about if you're taking morphine or whatever. So morphine was the drug first, right? Morphine was the first drug. It was like the drug, like, you know, hey, you got pain? You give some morphine, yeah, get rid of that, you know, yeah, whatever, right? Military, you know. Right, but now oxycodone has uh, morphine and heroin in it. Like, it has yeah. all that shit in it. I just remember hearing and, a lot of testimonials yeah. from athletes getting oh, addicted. You don't to understand. Oh, before, every, before every episode, a person comes on and goes, hi. So I'll be like, hi, I'm Shannon Shell. And my son was addicted to oxycodone. Yeah. And he said, I talk about my son and said, oh, he's dead now because of his addiction to oxycodone. Like, it's a, it's, a, it's a super serious show. But, man, you can see how the world doesn't give a damn about no. you at all. No. They, will, they will green light oxycodone for you to take it. Look at fentanyl. Yeah, fentanyl all of it. Just all of it. And, and, everywhere. And speaking as someone who has taken oxycodone for my back injury, yeah. oh my god, you guys, that that is not a drug to fuck around. It's not. Like, Listen, it's not. I could. So so I I got hurt one time and I was scared to take it. Not that I my you know my family has a long life of addictions and I've never been addicted to anything. Well, maybe sex, but that's another thing <laughs> just to say. But but no, but uh, I was so scared of taking oxycodone. I took half of one. I broke it in half mm-hmm. and I took one. I took the half and boy, it was a fucking ride. Oh, yeah. And I, I was like, after I took the half, 
I pulled the rest in the fucking toilet and flushed them down the toilet. I will never get invested in that yeah, shit. That, Fuck that. That's dangerous. Oxycodone is serious fucking shit, yes. man. I got one for just like a root canal, and I, I'm like, why are they giving me this? I flushed them down the toilet. Yeah, I, I don't heard take the horror story. I was just like, no. I'm yeah. telling you right now, don't <laughs> no, take them. I, I so I did a lot of drugs when I was in college. <laughs> you did oxy. But, oh yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I I did pretty much everything you can think of. But the one thing that I didn't have to deal with right. because it wasn't around yet was fentanyl. Oh, and meth. And yeah. No, I did meth. You did, oh, you did meth? Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Your teeth survived. Good job. Yeah, Damn, luckily, luckily. Seriously. Yeah. yeah, right? Shout out to the meth mouse out there. Very. <laughs> <laughs> but if, if fentanyl wasn't around when I was in college, oh, I'd, I'd be dead. Probably, yeah. Oh. I, I, no, I see like so many horror like 100%, stories. Hundred yeah. percent, I'd be dead. That's my fear. That's my fear of drugs. Period. I, my fear of drugs was just I was an athlete, and I hear about guys doing coke and yeah. doing this and doing that and dying. So my fear of drugs was always I would do a drug and die. So that's fair enough for me. But I had like serious dental work done to my mouth, and I had to take an oxycodone and. Man, I, I took half because uh, I, I you know I had a conversation with a friend. He was like, "Bro, you should take half. Don't take the whole thing." It'll fuck you up. But Painkillers, I'm on episode two. I would I would recommend that show. That show is freaking amazing. Yeah. And it, it is it's set like in the eighties or whatever. Yeah. And then it's uh this this woman, she's she works for uh the federal government and she's she's the person trying to take them down because yeah. they've they've got around all these curves. And then one of the biggest things that they do, they these pharma, pharmaceutical companies, they get hot girls. Yeah. And fucking dresses and heels and oh, sexy yeah. to come and sell that drug to yep. doctors. Yep. They go in the doctor's offices. Hey, 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 doc. Hey, hey, doc. Vic, how you doing, buddy? Yep. Uh, how's everything? I'm, I'm great. And she's, they're looking all hot. I mean, these yep. girls are smoking hot. Yeah. And and this is this is what really happened. This big this, time this, sting this, operations. Yeah. This is a true story. This story is very very true. And oxycotton has done what it does in America and in fentanyl now, and somehow they green. They have so much much money. They're able to green light these these drugs to yeah. be sold to us to help us do things, and we 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 get addicted. So yeah, yeah. sounds and, like painkiller definitely goes into that. And, huh? and, uh, and it no, does. Yeah. no area, no area or any time, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, goes harder in drug culture than in the eighties. Yes, so it looks oh like that's gosh. on Netflix yes. where people can find that. Oh, great oh show. gosh, a uh, few other things to run down here. I'll kind of try to rapid fire these, but mm-hmm. uh, if these pop up here, if you seen them, please let me know. Here, uh, next up, Heart of Stone, oh, the new big. It's like the big Netflix summer blockbuster action movie they got you know gal gadot she did, she, yeah. did, she, she did red notice yes. last year yeah. so this yeah. is like their next one of that it's not related it's not like a sequel yeah. to it but big budget netflix action original starring gal yeah. gadot is an invincible super spy rachel stone who must embark on a dangerous mission yeah. to protect the mysterious yes. intelligence gathering super weapon known as the heart i almost yeah. watched that instead of watching painkiller but i only I was only watching that because Gail Gadot was right. That. So, yeah, that's, that's crazy. She's, I don't know if you've seen her. She's smoking hot. Yeah, yeah. she is undeniable. That, that's Wonder Woman, you know. Yeah, yeah, she's hot. So, yeah. you, Victor, you seen it? You're kind of nodding along. Or? I, I actually was. Uh, I was going to get into it. I didn't have time because, like I said, everything was really busy this week. But like, uh, that is on my list uh, just because I I love Gal Gadot. The woman can can do her thing in mm-hmm. movies. Let mind oh, yeah. you, she she's got it in space. Right. So. She's, she's undeniable. She's, she's awesome. Got it. She's, yeah. she's got it. In space. All right. Next up is Mobland. That 
hit theaters oh. last Friday. A desperate and struggling family man who robs a pill mill. However, when the theft turns violent, he finds himself hunted by both the police and the Dixieland Mafia, starring Kevin Dillon and John Travolta, directed Ooh. by Nicholas DiMaggio. Ooh. I know the preview looked really, really they, fascinating. They ju- this is an underground life that I, I love when independent movies do it, and I also hate it when they do it. They, they literally release it, and then, of course, it goes out just like that. And I'm like, we didn't even get to see it yet. Is it on HBO Max? No, it, it, this was out in theaters, so it's still oh, in theaters okay. to the day. So, and then next up in theaters that also hit last Friday, this sounds really good too. Yes. Wish I had time to see this. Last Voyage of the De- of the De- Demeter. Demeter. Whoops. <laughs> and so, the, get this, it's based off just a single chapter from yes. Bram Stoker's Dracula. And this that film, looks good. That yeah, looks good. I'm so based excited. Based on the, the strange events that, that just doomed uh, the, the ship, the. Uh, Demeter, yes. and uh, oh, just yeah. as they try to survive an ocean storm, and they're stalked by a merciless presence on board the ship. Yeah, and so Dracula. yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm so looks, excited. You guys gonna try and see this? Uh, oh, I, I will. I've been yeah. waiting. I want to try to see that. It looks that looks amazingly yeah. good too. Yeah. Then uh, you know, I already covered Gran Turismo. So and then uh, Victor already covered Blue Beetle. Yes. And so the last one it, this Friday is Strays, and uh, it's an abandoned dog teams up with other stray pets to get revenge on his former owner, uh, starring Will Ferrell. Ferrell. Yeah, let's <laughs> Way, and it looks like a very, very kind of like uh, irreverent comedy. Yeah. Yes, yes. It's, it's a cute puppy movie, as Will Ferrell said. It's a cute puppy movie, but it's just filthy yeah. and just ransacked with just profanity as much as it can. Love be. it. Love it. I love it looks, those guys. So many good things are seeing. So funny. I know I'm going to see Blue Beetle for our next show. Yeah. I'm going to try and see one of these other ones here, too. So, yeah, it's going to be just... So yeah. little time, oh, got so, so many movies it. to see. Like, really? uh, well, a couple of GFBS plugs here uh, before we move on to our uh, quick takes to wrap things up before the show. Uh, you know, check out Dirty Thursday earlier today. Uh, no Sprint Driver Jade Hastings is on there. Great show with Jade uh, previewing this this weekend's coming show uh, at River Cities. On the GFBS uh, interview this week, I interviewed Grand Forks Red River wrestling coach James Covington. Oh, awesome way to preview the wrestling season. I'm gonna, I was talking with the Central wrestling coach. We're trying to get him on the show here in the next couple of weeks here to preview Central side on uh, Iki Ichabod's Weird Cinema. Him and the Wizard, well, they are going into the world of animation this Friday. Tomorrow, they're going to be reviewing the Simpsons movie. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Love so, it. Simpsons. Yeah, make sure to Simpsons tune into can't that. can't go wrong. Premiering oh, tomorrow at 9 yeah. or anytime afterwards on demand. And, and, and Shannon, you already kind of gave a preview for Brew Brothers. That's uh, premiering next episode's premiering tonight at nine. At and nine, yep. Tonight at nine. The word of seltzers, right? Yeah, that'd be a uh, seltz spurts and stuff. So we'll be talking about some seltzers that we just had got from Boulevard, and a whole bunch of other stuff. We had some porters. We had a couple of IPAs. You know, a couple of lagers. You know, we don't. We're just talking about random stuff, and every now and then we just kind of just get lost in the sauce and talk about you know. Things that are going on in the world. Yeah, it's not just beer. You guys kind of dive into movies, sports, no. games. Everything. We talk about everything, but we always arrive back at beer. Yeah. So we, we, we'll go away from beer, but we'll come back to beer. Uh, we, we're going to start doing a little bit of reviewings of some stuff. You know, I, I just want to make – we just want to make reviews in beer, like, you know, fun because really it's up to the beer drinker if he likes the beer. I know from the couple of times I was, I was on producing and just kind of joining you guys on just – trying the many samples that you guys have yes, on beers yes. I had no idea about where yes. and you just kind of brought me a few where I was like oh hey could I, any chance I could if you have any extras I could buy a few of this yes. one off you and, and you just opened my eyes to a whole bunch of beers I had no idea about before. oh yeah there's, there's so much stuff out there and uh, you know there is a lot of stuff that does taste similar the same possibly around you know same thing but most of, most of the time you can find you could really find somebody who takes a chance on making something different 
Oh, which yeah. is which is really cool. I mean, yeah. I'm I'm not a big drinker as you all know, but I, I love <laughs> big where, drinker. Yeah, I'm not a big drinker. You don't you drink all at all. I, you're right. I yeah. don't. I do not drink at all. <laughs> yeah. uh, but it's, I'm not a big drinker. But it's but it's those kinds of like Jan said. It's those kind of guys that literally you never know who you'll run into. As I've always said in this world, and once you do, yeah. you you'll probably meet somebody who does it differently than the rest of them. Like yes. I've, I've seen a lot of beer companies, they've promoted like crazy, but it's those guys that literally do it differently yes. that literally will probably send your taste buds on a journey that you yes. never thought would happen. And those are the cool guys. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Don't, don't, uh, just, uh, distance themselves from uh, from other beer companies. The beer companies, they got it in spades, as you know. Right. I mean, heck, they have a, a beer company here with uh, their famous Clydesdales outside their company uh, out here. And they're really, really cool. And they even promoted it uh, last, like a long winter ago uh, for their showcase. And they were really cool horses, too. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's those guys, really, that that do it big in the beer world. Like, you, And you never know who you'll meet. You'll probably meet someone that will literally, like I said before, send your taste buds on a journey so exactly. keep keep looking for those guys guys because yeah. those guys are cool so. and you can find all those shows by searching Graham Fork's best source on your favorite podcast social media app easy That's way it. to find them all exactly. yeah yep. alright well let's wind things down with our quick takes what you guys other stuff we haven't covered yet that you've seen haven't or, or plan to watch soon that we didn't have mm. a chance to talk about yet Paul We'll kick things off with you. <laughs> I, got, I got nothing. Well, it's like, I got nothing. I, I think we already covered a couple of things you did watch there. And, Transformers uh, movie. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was, yep. Did you like the Transformers movie? I loved it. It's like you, the original animated one? No, okay. yeah, of course. I'm uh, talking, but I'm talking about the last one that was just made. Oh, yeah, the Beast the, one? Yeah, the yeah Rise of the it was good. I thought it was good. It was I, better than the previous ones. Oh, it was. I <laughs> yeah. thought it was really good. I was like, hey. I still th- I still think that they fell short on the ball, but uh, we're going to be talking about that on Icky Ichabod's Weird Cinema. Okay, mm-hmm. there yep. you go. The because. original animated movie in a couple of weeks we're going to be reviewing it on his. So. I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, you if, you're, if you're going to represent Unicron, you better do him correct. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's very true. Any yeah. other quick takes for what's going on uh, coming up here, Paul? Other than uh, Little League Baseball? Oh no! I mean, I've been searching for something new, but it's just been—it's been pretty weak lately. Yeah, it has been. Yeah, it's crazy yeah. finding. I what's tried. Going I, on I, streaming, I, I yeah. started watching that Lioness uh, show. Oh, with, that was all right. Oh, yeah. I, I like yeah. that series. I, I so I, I kind of like. I got uh, three. I, I got three episodes it. in, and then it started to turn into like Fast and the Furious kind of mm. click, and it, it just got lo- it lost its plot. So I I just stopped watching it. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. And that was with uh, Zaldini, is that? Yeah, Zoe, uh, Zoe Zaldan. Oh go. yeah, she's yeah. A, she's amazing. She's always yeah. a badass. I mm-hmm. love her. Yeah, but I mean, it, it was it started out really good, and then all of a sudden they're in the garage and they're looking like, you know, the first Fast and the Furious movie. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, I love Fast like, and the Furious. Right. Come on, come on. No, no, family. Let's go. No, I, I thought it was a good. I thought it was a decent show, like in terms of the spy stuff. Yeah. The, Intel, she's kind of a bitch. I like that part of For her. For the first three episodes. Oh, and, then, and then after that, then it's just... Really? Then the story just goes to nothing. Oh, see, I, see, I, I think yeah. I got to number three, so I haven't gone past there yet. So. Yeah, it just goes to nothing. I like, I like the part when they was beating down the girl. Remember the girl that they recruited? Yep. And they beating the shit out of her. Yeah, yeah, torturing, torturing the, her and shit. Like, yeah, they, they kind of went a little too far. They kind, they kind of went too far with that shit. I was like, <laughs> "Why are you beating her ass? She has to go out with the with the other waterboarding person. her." I mean, I mean yeah. mind you, yeah, certain certain organizations, governments will do that to you because they want to test how loyal you are. Well, to they want to see they want to see if they can break her, right? Yeah, but, they want to break. But here's the, here's the sucky part. So they they have her 
being friends with this person that they're watching. Yeah. And so they're watching this girl, but now they have this, now they have her who's beat up, bruised and battered, black eyes, bruised ribs. And they, and she's going to meet with the friends and the friends like, what the hell happened to you? And she's like, I got into a car accident. They're like bullshit. Yeah, you know? right? <laughs> it, it, it corrects me because it makes me think of, um, uh, not Daredevil, but uh, Deadpool. Deadpool. Oh yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. The first one, when the guy he's about, he's about to get interrogated, and he's like, "Stop! You don't even. I'll tell you everything." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you everything. I love it, right? Yeah, yeah I love it. I, like, I don't even want. I don't even want you to like. Yeah. You know, crack my knuckles. Yeah, I, I'll you know, tell you yeah. everything. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> any, other, any other quick takes, Paul? Uh, no, that's right. it. I, well, I got nothing. We'll, we'll go counterclockwise here and work our way around here. I'll, I'll kind of knock mine out here real quick. Uh, I'm an episode behind, but I did see one more episode of Star Trek Strange New World since our last one. And I guess, you know, oh, gosh, Paul, you're going to love this. They actually did a musical episode <laughs> of a musical episode of Strange New Bless Worlds you. where they explain in that Star Trek way of techno babble that all the crew members are prone to spontaneously bump busting out into musical numbers and they make an episode of it and they actually have an explanation for it not just a musical for the sake of a musical and it was actually a heck of a lot of fun so yeah musical of strange hard, new world hard pass hard pass i'm still catching up on twisted metal on peacock i'm about i only got like three episodes left so i've been plugging away on that is that good i've been loving it oh, paul so reviewed it last episode. paul I watched the out. whole i gotta check that out awesome paul watched the whole series in like what three hours Really? Yeah. How many? How many? How many series? How many series? How many? Well, I think it was eight episodes. I okay. just watched them all. Nice. Front to about back. half hour. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I think it took me six hours. Nice. Oh, or like each episode is like a half hour, right? Forty-five. About, yeah. Forty-five minutes. Forty. Forty-five. Yeah. Nice. But yeah, loving, loving Twist and Metal captures the spirit of the show. Catch Paul's review on last episode. Fantastic stuff. Sweet. And then a couple of wrestling documentaries. Uh, the Cody Rhodes becoming the American Nightmare documentary on Peacock. Paul, I think you said you saw this too. I thought it was yeah, fantastic story on his career. He added many peaks and valleys to kind of get through the success he's having in WWE right now. You can find that on Peacock. Great stuff. And then uh, Vice on there, they kind of got their Dark Side of the Ring series they just wrapped up with. Uh, so kind of like the nice. dark, the bad, ugly side of the wrestling world. Uh, they just wrapped up season four with a documentary on Marty Jannetty. And that guy, he's, he, well, his story matches the whole theme of the show. He, and they got him, they tracked him down to interview him. A lot of just, you know, we we're talking about earlier, uh, drug addiction issues and stuff like that. Right, and right. and just kind of like where he's been since then. And it's, yeah, it's it's a tough watch, but it's uh, a very riveting story to, to, if you can get through that. It's, yeah, good stuff. But uh, Shannon, I'll throw it to you. What other stuff have, have we, uh, uh, quick takes we haven't had a chance you know to talk what? about? I, I'm just watching, you know, the painkillers and I'm watching some some other stuff. But uh, uh, if, you, if you're into the UFC, this weekend's a huge fight. It's uh, going to be the bantamweight uh, division, 135. Uh, Jermaine Sterling versus Sean O'Malley. And Sean O'Malley is like this, you know, young guy, you know, cool hair, pink stuff. You know, he's like he's like on the internet. He's like got millions of followers. Is he the one that's all about uh, the su- uh, preventing suicide? No, that's that's Patty the Batty. Oh, yeah. Okay. Different Very guy. Cool. That, guy's, that guy's from uh, Europe. But Sean O'Malley's from, uh, he's actually from Montana, but he lives in Phoenix, Arizona. Good fighter, but you know how in in, in uh, the UFC sometimes they pump certain guys a little bit more than they pump the other guy, you yeah. know. So Aljamain Sterling is the champion, and you would think that he would have tons of fans and everybody would be behind him. He's a young guy, young, good-looking guy. 
But Sean O'Malley's like this flashy guy. You know, he knocks guys out. You know, he's 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 karate style, kickboxing. The other guy's like a jujitsu guy. They call the other guy Aljamar Sterling, who, who's the champion, probably the best one thirty five fighter ever. They call him the human backpack because once he gets on your back, it's pretty much over. Uh, like it's a it's it's a wrap. But everybody wants to see knockouts. They don't want to see people get choked out. So, yeah. you know, he's not so popular. That's the eye candy, the knockout. Yeah, he just yeah. he just uh, hasn't he just hasn't really resonated with a lot of fans. But I think that if he wins this weekend, it's weird because he's the champion and he's fighting this guy who's super popular as a challenger. And the UFC has like all this money behind him, and you could tell that they're like Sean O'Malley, Sean O'Malley, Sean O'Malley. They're just pumping him, right? So it'll be good to see him, you know, lose. You know, <laughs> I know you could watch UFC on ESPN Plus now, but is there still like yeah. a go-to place in town to see? Is it still well, Wild Wings or you know what? Buffalo Wild Wings is the best place to go to watch the UFC. Because they show it and they could pay for it, but it's not the best place. You know I what I mean? It gets pretty loud. No, they just – okay, I, I used to work at a sports bar. Real quick. I used to work at a sports bar. And when you when you work at a sports bar, the sports are supposed to be so loud that you feel like you're in the game mm. or you're in the fight yeah. or you feel like you're there in it. But here, they every you can't even hear it. It's like – is it playing? Can you hear it? You got to like listen really like close. 20% yeah. volume. Yeah, you can't even really hear it. I don't know if they have the equipment for it or something like that, but if you're going to be a sports bar, you got to dedicate your sports bar. You know, like yeah. if I had a chance to open up a little tiny bar, this is a sports bar, I would show you what a sports bar really should, should be like. It should be something when you come in and you're like, oh my God, like you feel the punches, you, f- you feel every blow, but not around here. It's just hard. It was just like, I, no, I totally agree with yeah, you. That, a, that is a, a very, very valid point. Yes. Very, very no, no, true. no offense. I don't know who runs Buffalo Wild Wings, but their, their sound system sucks. Yeah. They need to fix that. That's, that's a really big part of UFC mm-hmm. to feel like even, even the cheers in the crowd. Yes. yes. You know, you, yes. You, you all that. Hear, you you hear them or even the comment, the commentating, you want to be able to hear the commentating is so important to a real UFC person who likes yeah. UFC fights. If you go up to Canada, just up the road to Winnipeg, they love UFC up there. Yeah. And the bars are packed. And you hear it like you're in their fight. You can hear every single punch, every single word. You know, you can hear all the little the, the, the announcers talking, the commentators. You can, yeah, and now with the, the way that stereo systems are, I mean, it's in, you know, yeah. 9, 9.1 surround sound hey. where you can hear the guy cheering back there yes. throwing a, or cracking a beer. I, well, you also can hear the... Have you ever been to ESPN Bar? Uh-uh. ESPN Bar. Uh, even I used to work for... I'm a big sound guy. I, I worked in a bar called Foreplay. We had these speakers you put right here on, the t- on your table. Mm-hmm. And whatever TV you was watching, we, oh, could wow. punch, we could punch it in on the dial and put that TV to what you're watching and that speaker oh, wow. on oh, your Applebee's, table. Awesome. Applebee's cool. used to do that. Yeah, and you that could, just, you could cool. listen to the fight on the surround sound right in front of you. You could listen to whatever sport you wanted to listen to. But when, whenever we had the UFC... That's all we had was a UFC, and it was it, uh, we fit six hundred and twenty-seven people. We squeezed eight hundred in there easily, right? Wow! But it was a, a crazy bar. It was right across the street from the MTS Center with with a Jets play or whatever, and it was just it was unreal. Like especially when GSP was fighting, you know who GSP is oh, George St. Pierre. George right? St. Pierre. Yeah, Whenever he was fighting, it was if you didn't get there early, you wouldn't even get in. People in in Canada when it's a big fight. People will go to the bar after work. They get off at like four thirty. They go to the bar. Like I, my my, yeah. my biggest pet peeve. Yeah. In Grand Forks because it's everywhere. Right. You can't get around it. Is that you want to get that surround sound experience yes. and be involved in that sports game? Yes. But all you hear is B one. Yes. Yeah. B one. Yes. 
Yeah. G52. Oh, they're all over that. Oh, yeah. Right over here. <laughs> Southgate. Yeah. Every bar. It's big in town. Uh, no denying. Bingo! Uh, <laughs> Yo, you made 20 bucks. So and Shannon everybody in the bar is totally bored with listening to this bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. Any <laughs> other quick takes you got for the week, Shannon? Uh, you know what? That's it right now. You know, I, of course, I just saw the Transformers movie, so I could, I could vouch for that movie. That movie was awesome. Loved it. Felt like I was... Felt, well, felt, I felt, I'm a kid from Brooklyn, so I felt like I was in the movie. Right. As soon as yeah. we get uh, it back from Tony, we'll give. I like, I bought the uh, original animated one. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, sweet. with Leonard Nimoy and all. Oh, that. classic, yeah. classic. Yeah. I've seen very great voice cast oh in the original, yeah. and not to mention, you guys got to check out the soundtrack. It was just badass, oh, yeah. and oh my god, I'm gosh. so looking forward to breaking that down with them. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, so. Uh, Victor, well, we'll wrap it up with you. What are your quick takes for the week? Um, of course, we already acknowledged the Blue Beetle movie, which I'm really excited to see. I am, uh, of course, uh, being uh, much like Shannon, who is from Brooklyn, uh, of course, uh, got a shout out, of course, to the 50 years, celebrating 50 years of our boys in hip hop. Yes. Because literally, guys. I, oh, yeah, I, see, I saw, saw that going around with some articles online. Literally, yes. 50 years of hip hop, guys. I mean, my gosh. I mean, that. What a great genre of music. What a, what a time to even... Number one selling music in the world. Oh, my gosh. Quick, man. if I were to ask you one or two real quick, uh, hip, one, not your all-time favorites, but just the first one or two hip-hop songs that come to your mind. Oh, um, I mean, if we can go off of groups, literally. I mean, when I was a kid, of course, I mean, I would always choose NWA, yeah. but I, I, I've got to go with uh, my boys from Wu-Tang. Uh, Wu-Tang. Shannon. Oh, my God. I love me some Wu-Tang. Oh, you know, uh, yeah, you know, and I was going to say, yeah. I was going to say, yeah, show, show. Oh, hey, there we go for Wu-Tang. people watching video. Wu- Wu-Tang for the children. Wu-Tang crops. Wu-Tang, baby. Wu-Tang for the children. Wu-Tang, uh, Wu-Tang crops. Crocs. 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 Yeah, Wu-Tang yeah. Crocs. Very cool. Wu-Tang yeah. for the children. See, see, so it's Wu-Tang Crocs. It has red roses. That means we're giving them their flowers. Mm-hmm. We, we, we're acknowledging that they're great. Yeah. How about one or two hip-hop songs for you, Shannon? Oh, man, you know what? Yeah, they they I come mean, to mind. Not, maybe not necessarily your favorite. So you think you know what? When I think of hip-hop, man, I think of, you know, Busta Rhymes. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I think of Rakim. I don't know if you know who Rakim is. You know, great. thinking of a master plan. You know, he, yeah. he used to rap with so much, so much, so much passion yeah. and he never said a curse he never said a swear word yeah. so that's what made him dope but he was still he was still uh he was still very uh popular he has a p- famous song called uh and you know i got soul so yeah. so oh. like it's a classic you yeah. got it you got <laughs> it and you know i got soul like it's a genuine you know but it, but so like eric b rakim uh the buster rhymes of the world yes. i don't know if you heard my favorite rapper is a rapper called chaos one and KRS One, he his his songs that his name is KRS One. Knowledge reigns supreme over every over nearly everyone or everybody. Oh, yeah. I'm he's, he's part of some songs. He's part of the boogie down boogie down productions. Yo. Okay, criminal minded. He goes, yeah. you know, criminal minded. You've been blinded, looking for a style like mine. You can't Ooh, find it. You know, yeah. like, like, like just just KRS One. He's just one of those guys. He's like a dictionary. He's the philosopher. He calls himself the philosopher. He, he's he's actually a philosophy teacher. He is. He's a he has his master's degree in philosophy. Wow. And he and he, and he goes around all around the world. Doing, uh, doing, uh, uh, he, he goes to Harvard every year. He goes to any, any Ivy League school. 
he's doing a, a, a conference there. He's talking to the to young people coming up about about the economy and how they fool you and how they trick you to think this is how it's going to be and it's really not going to be that. You're getting all these edu- you're getting this education and guess what? You're going to be paying all that money back before oh, you even make any money. Yeah, man, I love the, I, I love yeah. the passion. <laughs> I've got I gotta yeah, say real rap, I mean, real rap. I, I, I gotta say I I know this is a you know. Very cliche, but you know, I, I gotta go, and of course I'll go with M. And the reason I go with M, you guys, because I mean, when he when he came in to the game, guys, I mean, they everyone acknowledged that he changed it. Oh my God, yeah. for the better, and it, it, he really did. Everyone came out of the woodwork, and he literally, Dr. Dre, shout out to him, and yeah. and literally, he, yes. everyone didn't believe in this guy, but literally, when his producer showed him that tape, literally, he's like. Yeah. It was just off to the races yeah. after that. I mean, and yeah. those guys literally, what a duo they yeah, are. Eminem, top five, dead or alive, Eminem. Literally. So, Victor, any other quick takes you got? I know we got to wrap things up here in a little bit. We got to start getting ready for another show here. So Yes. Um, otherwise, uh, like I said, I, I can't wait uh, just to uh, – to really just wait for every movie in the world. And, of yes. course, like I said, I'm very excited. Uh, and probably the last thing I can say um, is that, like I said, it's just it's just really crazy, like I said. And I know this may sound sappy, but it's, it's true. Um, it's just so crazy, like I said, you guys, like – when I came on on here, you know, it was oh many many years ago when I met these guys, and of course it was Firestarter. And I know I keep saying that story, but it's it's just a poignant story because, like I said, it was just like Eminem's story. Like literally, it was off to the races. When when one person, I tell you, it it, it when one person believes in you, and then it's the the rest will follow. It was. It's just that kind of story where it's just. It's so cool because like everything we talk about on here, you you never know. Even Lady Gaga when they did a Star Is Born, literally, uh, those guys literally. Even Bradley Cooper when he directed it and he starred in it, he's like, when I saw her, I knew that there was something special about her. It only takes one person, I tell you, to believe in somebody. And my God, like it was just like running to the races, literally. That's how great like hip hop and everything and everything we talk about on this show. There's so many creative forces out there in the world, even if they're underground or they're mainstream or whatever. It doesn't matter. We all talk about them on this show. And I can't tell you that's how much I love this show is just because I can just geek out here. So, I mean, that's just that's my last take pretty much quick. Victor, you always bring the movie passion each and every week. We've learned learned so much from you. So and yeah, definitely got me to track down some shows that I've never thought about trying out before. So much appreciated. Much, much always just mad respect for for bringing it each and every week. Always love you guys. So always love everyone here. So. All right. Well, we're going to wind things down here again. A reminder, we'll be back in two weeks. Uh, uh, Thursday at 3 p.m. Yes. here. Uh, I think probably within a month or so here, we'll be back to every week or so here. So we've got to see how the schedule lines up with some other shows, some other new shows going on GFBS. So maybe we got to get that ironed out here over the next month. But uh, Shannon, thanks again for coming on, man. This uh, has thanks been for having awesome. me, guys. Right. I appreciate it. I had an awesome time. Uh, and you know what? I got to get back into my movie my movie grind because I used to, I used to go to the movies by myself yeah. all the time. I, I'll do. go a regular Tuesday when I have my Tuesdays off. Sometimes on Thursday, I'll go. 
I got to get back on my movie grind so yeah. I can come back and have some really some better knowledge of what's going on because I haven't I haven't been on my movie grind lately. Yeah, it's kind of it, chilling. It's yeah. it's been uh, it's been a long time, like I said, for a lot of people just because you know with everything that's been going on. But yeah. you, hopefully, like I said, you know, okay. come back as much as what you can, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate fun. it. Yeah, yeah. got to have you back on again. This has been a blast. Yeah, we'll, so we'll do it again. Fun. I appreciate. it. Thanks yep. for having me. So much. All right, fun. and I'm Ryder. Uh, Brew Brothers next episode Brew premiering next tonight episode. at nine. Coming up tonight at nine. Yes. Uh, sex, se- salt spurts and stuff. Check us out, Brew Brothers. Uh, myself, Shannon Shell, and Alec Kirkby, the Brew Brothers. B R U B R U T H A S. Thank you. Appreciate it. Absolutely. So we welcome everyone to join us for again every other Thursday at three p.m. here for at least our next few episodes on GFBestSource.com or just search GFBS anywhere you find podcasts. And make sure to help support GFBS by uh, leaving us a five star review on Google or your go to podcast app. So many thanks again to Shannon. Many thanks to Victor. Always enjoy to be here, guys. And remember, just because we are switching times, hopefully, like I said, don't forget, we will still give you everything we and you need just to enjoy the day. So remember, guys, show us love and show love to the rest of the GSB, GFBS family. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And many thanks to rock and roll producer Paul, sweet tooth producer Paul. We'll give him all the adjectives in the world. We'll see you all in two weeks with, uh, I'm guessing, a, a super in depth review for Blue Beetle. Because Victor's yes. been looking forward oh, to it yeah. for like five years. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> so excited. Oh, it's going to be hype. It's going to be our hypest show yet. Oh, all right. Yes. We'll see everyone in two weeks. Goodbye. See you later, later guys. Deuces.